What is up, YouTube? Welcome in to another edition of Bucky and BK live on Texas Sports Unfiltered and on the free Texas Sports Unfiltered app. Today is Wednesday, January 31st, 2024. And the Buck and I are with you for the next two hours on today's show. Some great news for the Houston Texans, some updates from the Texas Longhorns, who are at the Reese's Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. We'll talk some Texas Longhorn recruiting as well and give you some winter workout updates from the current team on the 40 Acres. Plus, a look at free agency in the NFL, where the Cowboys need to go this offseason to take the next step in 2024. We'll have some fun, too. We'll have... Uh, Fun stories and weird conversations that uh, we need to bring people as the Bucks starts you off with the cough this morning. What's going on, my friend? I am doing good, man. I just, you know, there's something in the air today. It's these last couple of days with this warm weather, stuff's starting to spread around and blow around a little bit, too. We've got a little wind picked up, so this is, um, this is nice. I got no complaints. I'm loving it. I'm loving that 70 that it feels like 80. That's fine with me. I have no complaints. I'm not looking for any more cold weather, cool weather. We can go straight on to summer for all I care. That's just the way I feel about it. I've had enough of the cold. Those those couple of days last week, that was cold enough. We don't need any more, although we're going to get more. You're ready for the summer? I'm ready for, well, and we don't have spring. We just go to summer, don't we? We've got spring right now. I'm not ready to get rid of the 70 degrees for 100 degrees. I'm ready to enjoy this. 80s. It felt like 80 yesterday and the day before. I mean, it was. It was you ready nice to get rid of that? Yeah, I'm ready You're to get ready it. for the four month drought with 100 degree days. Let's go. 97 degrees. Oh, let's thank go. You. Come on, man. Good morning to soldiers at Fort Cavazos, Texas, the soldiers in the state of Texas, and all those that fight for us each and every day. Thank you so much for what you do. It is appreciated. Thank you very much. Please do be safe out there. Yeah, that'll be your worst take of the day, and uh, you dropped it three no, no, no. minutes into the show. Oh, no, you no, got no. worse coming? My worst take of the day is, when does Taylor Swift show up at the Super Bowl halftime show? Oh. Yes, with Usher. One song and one song only. She's going to be in town. She's, she's coming in there late. But do they rehearse a song? And I'm going to say one of his songs. She doesn't need any help in show business. She doesn't have to do one of hers. Just do a duet with Usher. And the ladies don't leave for Super Bowl. They watch and they tell us all to shut up. Don't talk. Don't go. Don't go mess around. Boys, don't go out. Stay right here. Hey, here's here's the deal I'll make with the ladies this okay. year. And I'm sure the women oh. who are tuned in are going to love this one. Oh, are, they, are we going to have some brownies cooked at halftime? What kind of brownies? <laughs> That's right. I'm intrigued. Here is a fair trade that I will make, okay? For you ladies who want me to be quiet during the halftime performance, Yes, I ask just one thing in return from you. You be quiet during the football game. What? Feels fair. Like, we are there for the game. Y'all might be there for the halftime. This is a major generalization. Questions, though. Of course, major generalization. There are plenty of women who attend the party who are there for the game. Yes. And there are plenty of men who attend the party who care more about the halftime show than the actual game itself. Maybe not plenty, but there are some men who are there who care more about the halftime show than the game itself. So it seems like a fair trade, right? You care about the show. 
So we will be quiet during the show, or we'll go outside and have our conversations during halftime. I make and, devil eggs at halftime. It's on. And, and then during the game, y'all need to be quiet for us. I don't see the halftime show. I'm busy. There's only 20 minutes in that halftime show, remember? What are you doing during that halftime show? Oh, like I did about seven years ago when I met my wife, yes. <laughs> it's my first encounter was a halftime show. No way. Right, well, then again, we never saw part of the third quarter either, so I don't know. It it went past the it went past halftime. Uh, so twenty minutes wasn't enough. No, it was not not first time through. Boy, I you know feel like saying? the halftime show for the Super Bowl was longer than twenty minutes. So you, you y'all had a good time. Oh, that was a great time. That was a great time. And now that's like the Masters, a tradition, unlike a any tradition. other. Unlike any. Oh yeah. <laughs> deviled eggs and deviled eggs. Those are my deviled eggs. Yes. Now, do you go to a Super Bowl watch, or y'all just watch the game at home? I watch the game at home. Because that'd be something if y'all went to a different party every this year. This one upstairs. <laughs> that would be great. Make your deviled eggs. That is absolutely good. Go to the bat, one of their bathrooms. Yeah. Oh, oh, that is perfect. Yeah, that, that, should much. Be the, that should be the tradition. Yeah, that's awesome. If you go to a different place. i to talk to her place. about that, see if we can get that done. And you got someone who ate too much buffalo chicken dip just banging on the door. Hey, let me in there. No, no, halftime's still going on. He's like, dude, there's three minutes left in the third quarter. Get out of there. That is great. What a great thought. Take the halftime on show on the road. Uh, That's hilarious. So you you truly think, because Taylor Swift will definitely be at the game. Now, apparently, she's doing a show in Tokyo. She's got a 13-hour flight or something. You know where Tokyo is? Japan. There you go. Just, yes. Uh, just making sure we didn't have a... Almost said China. No disrespect. Yeah, Almost said China. <laughs> thank you for not getting that one wrong. But she's got to take, yeah, like a 13-hour flight to get to Vegas for the game to watch her man, Travis Kelsey, play. So you're putting in the call that at some point during halftime, she is going to leave the box that she presumably will be sitting in Yes. And hit the field to be a part of the halftime show? One song and one song only. It's going to be Usher's song? Yeah. She, don't need to, she doesn't need to do any of her. She's fine. This is to help that old ass man out. Oh, you think Usher needs the help? If, T Swift, if she goes to anybody's concert, it's helpful. If, any, if she shows up and sings a song with you at any of your deals, no matter who you are, if it was Frank-ass Sinatra, it'd be great. Dude, she wouldn't do that to Usher. Like, that is what Kanye West did to her at the Grammys like 15 years ago when he stole the mic during Taylor Swift's speech and made it all about him. Uh, it's a collaboration for the Super Bowl because her man is there. It has nothing to do with Usher. Oh, it, it, it will have nothing to do with Usher if Taylor Swift goes out there because she's going to steal the show. No one's going to be talking about Usher if T Swift does a song. One song. Maybe, maybe, maybe one of hers. You may be right. Yeah, she won't do one of Usher's songs. She's too big to do a, a backup singing deal or a duet of one of his songs. It's got to be one of her tracks. It's going to show you she's just a normal gal, that's all. Normal. Normal gal, that's all. She's going to do it. This is happening. You know this is happening, right? This is the biggest NFL ploy of all time. This I is bet, the one. I bet there's a prop bet you can make on that. Wow. I wonder if our friends at BetUS have a, a line for something like that. I'd be into that one. I'd take a chance on that one because I've yeah. got a punt return going back to the house. So There's a much better chance of that happening 
than Taylor Swift performing during Usher's halftime show. No, who would it be bad for? Both, honestly. You think so? I'd be great for the folks watching at home who are going to be locked into their TVs. Would they be locked in? Once this rumor gets around, is, are they going to be locked in or what? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they're going to be. Let's get this out here. Let's get it out there quickly, Shelby. Mm-hmm. No, if, if you try to say anything during that halftime show, if there are rumors swirling that T-Swift oh. is going to be popping on stage at some point, then you're going to get your ass kicked. Hell, you might get castrated if you're a dude. Just go ahead and leave the house. Come back after the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be careful with that one. Mm. But nah, I'd be bad for her because then people would be like, that's really selfish of her to make this about her when it's Usher's moment. And it'd be bad for Usher because everybody would be talking about T-Swizzle because she's a bigger deal than Usher in 2024. Well, there's something you can make of that that'll, that'll work for everybody. It's going to work for the viewing audience, believe me. And what does the NFL care about? Do you think they care about Usher? Well, Taylor Swift has already turned down the NFL before. Right? Like she's been offered the opportunity to sure. do the Super Bowl halftime and she said no. Like I, now her man is playing in the damn Super Bowl. Right? Well, she wants to be watching. She wants to be rooting, right? This one she actually cares about. The other Super Bowls before she started dating him, like she doesn't care. But now she has a rooting interest. She's she's going to be focused on the game. She clearly cares. Like she's a good fan. People get mad that they show her 40 times during the broadcast, and it's just ridiculous. A fan. But she yeah. clearly cares. Like, she knows what's going on, and she wants her man to succeed. So she's going to be nervous. You can't do a halftime show like that. Dude, she's not doing a whole show. I'm telling you, it's going to be one song and one song on. You, you're you liking like it's going to be all the whole thing. One, one song is happening. It won't it's going to happen. I'll, I'll bet. If you want to make a bet on that, I will take your money happily. She'll be on that stage somewhere. Now, they will show cool. her. My guess is they will show her singing an Usher song in the suite during the halftime. Oh, that's very interesting. No, she's going to be on the stage and make that place go nuts. In Vegas? Vegas, baby? Where? What other place could it happen in? Vegas, they, that'd be awesome. Wherever they play the Super Bowl? No, Vegas, baby. She's right saving there. it for Vegas? Saving it for Vegas. Uh, that's a waste of money, my friend. If that's the bet you're making, you are throwing money down the drain. This is so easy. It's so <laughs> set up. It's set up just perfect. Let me ask you this. Do you know any Usher songs? Oh, my God. I know them when I hear them. That's what they all say. No, no, I do. Okay. I, know, I know them once they start, yeah. I'm trying to think what song could even be a potential duet for Usher and Taylor CB Swift. Would know. CB would know that. He did a song with Alicia Keys one time. Maybe T Swift could be the Alicia Keys role. I think My Boo was the name of that one. Okay. He's got yeah. You know, I will I will make a prediction and this one feels safe. It's a hell of a lot safer than the one you just made, okay? Okay. Lil John will be a part of the halftime show at some point. You know who that is? Yes. Okay. Now why why would Lil John show up for that? Cuz Usher's biggest song is a song that features Lil Jon. Okay. It's called Yeah. And Lil Jon lives in Vegas. He's a huge Raiders fan. I went to the Raiders-Texans game a couple of years ago. He was there? And yeah. Oh, man. He was in the crowd. He was working the crowd. He was a part of like every, you know, pump-up video that they showed on the Jumbotrons at Allegiant Stadium. Like he's a big Raiders fan who lives in Vegas. And yeah, Usher's biggest song features Lil Jon. So I like I, I think that should be minus money 
that uh, that guy will be a part of at least one of the songs during that halftime performance. My girl T Swift will be there. She'll be on stage somewhere, and the money will be flowing, and the NFL will love it. NFL will love this. They tried. They tried to get her. She said no. She's going to steal. Have a dude. She didn't have a dude at the time. She likes this dude. These two like each other, that, which is a cool thing to see, actually. This oh. isn't some made-up thing just for the hell of it. This is, she, they like each other, no. which is okay. We need a breakup so we can get a new album. What? That's what we need. Can you That's imagine how coming. good the album is going to be when this oh, thing is over? Next, oh, my goodness. Yeah. She'll be taking all of her shots at Kelsey, and she'll be talking bad about Mahomes, and it'll start all sorts of gossip across the NFL. No, that's what's not going to happen. Not after until the second kid. Oh, you think they're staying together? They're going to have kids? Yeah. They're going to get married? Yeah. Oh. And then she'll have that crazy-ass Kelsey as her brother-in-law. Oh, Jason? Oh, my God. The recently that, yeah. retired shirtless heathen. <laughs> He's a heathen. <laughs> that's, that's my brother-in-law right there. Wow. Did you notice during the AFC Championship game, against Baltimore that, you know, Kelsey was fully clothed the entire time. Oh, he was. And he was, like, standing by their mom. and It was almost like he was in timeout. He was getting punished for... Dude, what? I noticed that. He did look like he was in timeout, right? He was kind of well-behaved. He wasn't yeah. jumping up and down. I didn't see him with a brewski. Had his, always had his shirt on. There wasn't that cold. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like, yeah, it was like, hey, mom said, hey, I had to behave. Yep, he was a total lunatic during the Buffalo game. And, uh, you know, that's perfect for Bill's Mafia, right? That's what yes. their fans want. Oh, yeah, for it sure. Was, it was hilarious, and everyone, I think, is glad that Jason Kelsey did it. But he was uh, buttoned up the last game. We'll see if he brings it back out for Vegas. or Maybe uh, Taylor's people said, you need to button that act up a little bit. Oh, you think it was Taylor's people who threatened him? Yeah, I haven't seen Pat Mahomes' his brother, the TikTok king. He, I, had, I haven't seen him all year. I think he got his pass that he can't come up in the booth any longer. Yeah, I feel like he's been in the suite. I've, for seen, his, no, I've seen his wife, but no, I don't get to see bro. Bro, bro, you stay home. Mm. No, that stuff gets taken away from you. Once you start being bigger than the star themselves yep. or trying to be, that's when they go, done. Go buy your own season tickets. Yeah, maybe. I feel like he's been to a couple of games, but I don't know. See don't if you can know. get in the suite. No, thanks. I don't care too much. All right, so that's your bold call to start off a Wednesday show. Yes. Taylor Swift will be performing one song. It'll be one of Usher's songs. Yes. It'll be the two of them doing a little duet. Yes. On stage in Vegas. Okay. That's money. That's money right there now. Money for me because I'm taking that bet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm laughing all the way to the bank, baby. Oh, man. All yeah, right. 13-hour flight. Yeah, she's going to be ready to do duet. She'd have to do it before he left. Or they, could, or they could do it by Skype or Scope or whatever the hell they do it. Scope? Whatever you use. They have to be in the same place. They can record it. What they're going to do a Zoom call during the halftime show? <laughs> yes. They'll do a Zoom call while she's up in the, up in the booth. Oh, my God. Yeah, that uh, – I don't even know what to say to that. All right, we'll take your thoughts. The code to text line, 512-222-9328. You can hit us up on the YouTube comments line as well. Appreciate all of you spending some or all of your Wednesday morning with us. Uh, before we get to the good news surrounding the Houston Texans, 
Buck, how about a quick shout out to one of our great sponsors? Oh, no doubt about it. Relax the back. You know, big man's got to work out. Big man got up real early this morning and screwed up the time. When I thought I was meeting BK, I was an hour earlier. I got up at 5.15. I was ready to go this morning for sure. But now my back is sore. Of course it is after working out. And, you know, I've been hitting the, I've been hitting the pavement instead of getting on the treadmill where I belong. I've been walking the roads and the hills. And boy, does my back feel it. And I'll tell you, I, I wouldn't be able to survive without the relaxed back chair that I'm in right now for two hours. I would be howling and my back would feel like it's on fire. Now, they've got numerous chairs that are available for you at their two locations for sure. They've also got massage chairs, select pillows, uh, mattresses, everything that you need to make your body feel good. And if you've got lumbar problems, which I don't, most of the times I have it right in the mid-back, the thoracic back, and lumbar problems suck. That's where you get that sciatica and all that other stuff happening to you. I'm very fortunate that I don't get a lot of that. But at Relax the Back, they have all the different types of chairs, as I said, all the accessories that you need to make your day feel fantastic. They've got a store in Bee Caves at the Hill Country Galleria, across from Whole Foods, and up in North Austin at the Gateway Shopping Center, across from the Container Store. Live pain-free like the buck at Relax the Back. Hey, you did text me at 628 this morning. Yeah. Telling me that you were in the green room, ready yeah. to go. I was ready to go. I'm like, what the, what's wrong with you? And I sleep with my phone on silent, right? I have it set up to where it only rings when somebody calls me. Because I feel like, all right, if there's an emergency, someone's going to call. They're not going to send me a text. So I woke up at, uh, you know, five after seven. Like I, I saw normally the text, do. like, what the hell's going on? I see four texts. I'm like, oh, shit, I overslept. <laughs> I'm thinking I messed up. Like, Bucky's there waiting, and it's like 8.30, and there's no show on right now, and... Uh, everyone's going to be no. so mad at me. And then I check the time and it's like, nope, the buck is just on one today. He is up early. When I get up early, I mean, and I do. I mean, once the roosters and all that crap start next to me at the farm beside me here. And they, by the way, the roosters don't get up when the sun comes up. Those dudes can get up at 151 is the earliest so far I've had them awake and making all kinds of cock-a-doodle-doo sounds. And, dude, and it doesn't go away. I thought that whole thing about... The, the roosters waking you up in the morning and then they just kind of are done for the day. These damn things go until it's nighttime again, until it's dark. That, that they're, they're marked their territory all day long and they are loud and annoying. And I like to feed one of those to the cats. My say. cat came back the other day and had a rabbit. My cats ate a bunny rabbit. Nice. They're cats. How do they eat the bones and all? They ate everything of the rabbit. There was like a foot left. And then the, my wife came back, and the foot was gone. Oh. And it's, it's not the dogs. It's the two cats. Well, they must be turning into bobcats or something now. They ate a rabbit? They ate a rabbit, like a, like a baby rabbit. Not a, like a little baby rabbit, but a bunny that was, I don't know, maybe a month and a half. That dude was, that thing got gobbled up. And they eat the brains. They eat everything. Cats are, cats are ferocious once they become outdoor cats. God bless it. Well, they got to get their food. Although y'all do feed them, right? Twice a day. Yeah. So it's not like they don't have other food that they get. But no, no, I don't really want more. I got it when they bring a mouse, or they, you know, what they like to do? They like to eat in the summertime. They eat the uh, the big lizards that we have out here when it's all dry. You see these big lizards? Yeah. They catch them and they eat the tails off of them, and they leave me the body where the where the lizard can't move. Mm -hmm. The tails must be a delicacy for a cat. Wow, they ate that bunny rabbit. You said they left a foot. They left a foot, and 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 by the end of the day, foot was gone. 
That's good luck, though, isn't it? Like they left it for you. <laughs> rabbit's not for, not for the rabbit, it wasn't. No, not for the rabbit, but for you guys, you know. I can't You're, believe these dudes. I'm like, they ate a bunny. I, mean, I can see a mouse because they'll do. They'll get birds and stuff, and there'll be feathers all over, and they'll gut a bird and eat the inside of it. Hmm. But they won't eat its head. This dude, the head was gone off this rabbit. Must be a delicacy or something. Hope y'all are enjoying your breakfast out there. Yeah, man. It's 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 crazy out here in Dripping Springs. Well, I live a wild, wild life out here. Hey, you do. 151 for a rooster. You got to shoot that thing, man. No, I can't. I can't it's fire over you. there. They've got yeah. three cows. You know who's coming next, don't you? It ain't going to be a bobcat. It's going to be a lion, one of these little lions out here in the woods. It'll come from miles and miles to get to your cattle. But you got lions out there? I said, well, they, they'll come. They'll, they can... They'll search out these this little five acre farm that this dude has next door to me. Five acres. He's got to put, try to put like twenty acres worth of shit on his property, but he's got four cows. He's got everything: ducks, geese. He eats the duck eggs. They eat the duck eggs. They use it for bacon. I, I mean, for baking stuff, and that's fine. You can't have the only thing you can't have in my area is you can't have hogs. Really? You can have the eggs and chickens and and goats and shit, but you can't have can't have hogs. Hey, thank you very much, my area, for that. Appreciate that. Yeah, at but, least uh, the rooster, man. So I, I don't, you know, my dogs have a really deep voice. You've heard those dogs bark. Sure. So when my dogs are barking at one o'clock in the morning. I don't care. Like your rooster's up. My dogs are gonna bark if that rooster's gonna cock a doodle doo, and the chickens are gonna get going and stuff. And there's and there's nothing but coyotes hanging at the fence because they want to find a way to get in there to them chickens. You know what I'm saying? This is a true story. Our guy Troy on Facebook comments, your dog ate my rabbit years ago, Buck. No. He probably seems, lost his rabbit. They probably cooked it and ate it. That seems legit. <laughs> no. You think they forgot that they cooked their own rabbit and ate it? Probably, yeah. <laughs> now, my dogs, you know, my big Pyrenees, when they were, the other ones that I had, ate a chicken. Each one of them ate a chicken. There you go. And by the way, they ate the head and pu puked up the head, Ew. the beak and all. And they were very nice to chickens from that point on. They didn't, they they didn't de they dealt with them very kindly. They, yeah. It was nasty because they ate the feathers, they ate the whole thing, the chicken legs and everything. Save those for us. We'll eat the chicken. Come on, man. I don't. It, animals are wild, especially the ones that I have, especially out here. They are called wild animals for a reason. That's right. They're not, my cats are no longer domesticated cats. My cats live outside. Mm -hmm. So. I know I'll be up on next door or or next page or whatever they got going on out in this area, but no, dude, I trying to have a twenty acre farm on five acres is rough. I believe it's it. rough when you're next door to it. Quick, uh, quick shout out to our guy Ashish who's in the YouTube chat this morning. We'll do a double sponsor read here. Nice, Ashish, our guy at Seven Eleven. Shout out to him. Shout out to our girl Wendy as well. They own and yeah. operate four different Seven Eleven locations in the Austin area. Building, still building, yeah. Oh yeah, if you're on your way to work and you need a little pick me up, get you some coffee. They got the donuts. They got the snacks. They got anything you need, including the hard copy. Which yeah, baby. You don't need because you know you're normal, but the buck needs it, and they've got it for him at Seven Eleven. I'm in Houston right now. There are Seven Elevens down here. There are Seven Elevens all over the Metroplex. They're everywhere. Uh, fuel up for your day with Seven Eleven, and make sure you download that Seven Eleven app. Cash in on the Seven Rewards program that they've got. Yeah, I need to be a part of that rewards rewards deal. You know, I do stuff at Costco. I need to be a part of this Seven Eleven deal. I go there enough. 
Sure. I mean, you walk in, they've got all those signs on the doors and on the windows. That's like, I got a stamp there. Do I stamp it or something? If you're an app member, just you get these types of deals. Oh, Uh that's an app deal. That's the one I can stick my phone up to the app and get credit and all that. You can stick your phone up to the app. Isn't there a little thing that always comes up on the screen? I can stick my phone up. They do it. I see them do it at Starbucks. Lady sticks a thing out the window. They stick up their phone. I pay cash. I don't play games with my phone. I don't want you all up in my I don't like anybody up in my phone. I still, when I go to the airport, BK, I have paper copy to give to them. I don't stick my phone on anybody's machine. I'm like, I'm, no with you. I'm actually with you on the uh, boarding pass deal. I go with the printed out boarding pass. Don't want to make any mistakes. Don't want to have anything screwed up on the phone, right? I'll take it. Or they say you can't abort this. You can't board this Delta flight. You stay home. How's that? I don't want any part of that. So I do the paper boarding pass, but people hate you because you pay with cash. You know that, right? They they do, don't they? They do. Yeah, because it takes time. They got to count out the change. It slows everything up. It's just touching. They're touching dollar bills. They're getting COVID from touching stuff. Grow up. You ain't going to catch it from that. (laughs) I don't know if that's why they're mad about it, but you get get some nut cheese. That's about it. But you're not going to get COVID from my dollar bill. So move along. I'd rather get COVID than your nut cheese. I think (laughs) think just about everybody else in the world feels uh, the same. These nuts. Yeah. I don't play around with my, I don't do, I don't do a lot with my credit card. I do. I do. When I go into a hotel, I'll use it to start, but by the end of it, if I've gone wherever I am, and then most likely it's near a casino, and I've won money, I'll pay in cash and go on my way. I don't like to have my credit card stuff hanging out there. You know, they can still give me a receipt. Sure. You know, but I don't. I just don't like my. I don't like my numbers out there. Oh, and you ask for a receipt. What? You pay in cash. What's wrong with that? And you ask for a receipt. Yes, I did God, that I'm, yesterday. I'm ever behind you in the drive-through. I am a honking. What? Laying on the horn. Doesn't take any longer. Oh, come on. Hey, they owe me anyway at Starbucks. Let's not forget that. That is true. I'm paid, a, I'm a member. Forward plan. Never. This, it's not happening anytime soon. It's not happening until next year again. Once a year now, I'm done. That old lady screwed me up. Next time, you're going to get hit with 100 bucks instead of like 30 bucks <laughs> on that. So shout out to 7-Eleven. Also, shout out to CentexTickets.com. Uh, Our guy, Ashish, says he's going to the mood tonight <clears throat> to watch Tool in concert. Who? You a fan of Tool? I know some tools. I'm not, I don't know if I'm a fan of Tool. Why are you looking at me when you say that? Tool. Yeah, kind of a hard rockish metal band. Not back from the 80s or the 70s, right? No. No, but probably 90s. They've got Never like a heard cult, of tool. cult-like following. Not uh, heard of not Jewel. Like the, the pods, the nicotine pods. You smoking jewels these days? No, but I've never heard of Tool. You know who else is coming to the mood is um, the Eagles. Pink. Pink is also coming. Pink. Yes. I shouldn't bash on Pink. She's talented, but I would. I was. I would see Pink. I've never seen her in concert. I think I'd like to see her show. Okay. I'm trying to get to. I'd be one of the ones I'd go to. I keep saying I'm going to hit up Shelby from Syntex Tickets to go get those Eagles tickets. I got to actually do that. You better hurry up because they won't be around very long. No, I mean, they, they're already sold out, I'm sure. But they do have tickets for you online at SyntexTickets.com. I'll probably end up biting the bullet and buying some tickets. But uh, yeah, any ticket you want, any basketball game, 
any football game. If you're trying to get to the Super Bowl, you can get your tickets at CentexTickets.com. Any concert coming to the ATX or Dallas or Houston or San Antonio, wherever you're tuned in to us this morning, uh, they've got tickets for you all the time at CentexTickets.com. Oh, how about Brian Adams tomorrow? Our guy Double R says Brian Adams is coming to town. Summer of that 69. From that dude? Is he from Canada? I think so. That's something I should probably know. He's from Canada. Heaven, run to you, cuts like a knife. Oh, it's, it's is, that that Bob, is that on Bob had. FM? That's that stuff's definitely on Bob FM. Yeah. Okay, and I'll hear it sometime today. I got some Brian Adams there for sure. I'll be wow. hearing that today. Believe me, seven times. I'm supposed to be fishing with my old man in Galveston tomorrow, but now that I know Brian Adams is coming to what? town, I don't know what you to can't do. miss a day of fishing with the old man. Forget Brian Adams; he'll be around. He ain't going anywhere. No, which yeah, I don't want to put I, the I Chad Hastings hex on him. I can't miss. I can't miss. I can't be missing a day of fishing, especially when the weather's like it is now. No, I'm stoked, and that's like that's the worst part of leaving Houston is is being far from uh, my folks and being far from the coast. I used to fish a few times a month, and now it's been like five six months since I've been out there. It sucks. Wow. So I'm stoked. I'm not a good fisherman when it's cold either. I don't do cold fishing. Mm. Yeah, I do. We usually kayak fish, so we got to deal with I've never, caught, I've never caught a legitimate redfish, size-wise. No, nope. really? never. I am the worst redfish. Now I get some trout, but I don't get redfish. Hey, uh, they both taste good. I, I've had people grab my line as I'm trying to reel it in, trying to help me think they're having it. Snapped it when I had my big when I had my big red on. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm the guy whose hook comes yanking out because yeah. I do it myself. I do my own knots. Oh, really? Oh, I'm awful. So you're just losing the bait in the water? I'm using the hook, the bait. It's all in the redfish's jaws for the next yeah. 15 years. Yep, he just gets a free piece of shrimp, and then he's out like, going <laughs> on about his way. And a hook in his mouth. And a hook in his mouth, too. Yep. Oh, and God. Piercing that he's got for the I love fishing. Where did you? I learned how to fish. My my grandfather taught me how to fish. And believe me, and I know people, people aren't going to laugh because they're going to say just like I thought it would be with a cane pole and some string and some fishing line. A cane, green pole? Pole, cane pole with a cane pole with a bobber, with a cork bobber. Wow. When I grew up, when I was a kid, my grandfather took me fishing and I got my I, I got my son AJ involved. My other kids, no, and my daughter, my daughter Veronica, when she was at LSU, would go fishing underneath the bridge with the old black dudes at like midnight. And they would be oh. like, aren't you afraid to be down here? And no. She would be like, no, you guys are going to protect me, aren't you? She, they said, hell yeah. She would go when she was in college, midnight, down in those little jetties at night. You know, some of the places we drove over the top of? Yeah. She would be under there fishing with a bunch of old dudes. Oh, man. And they were worried for her. They they would protect her. She loves the fish. But my other, uh, my other kids are like, are you kidding me? Mm. Fishing? Touching nice. stuff? No. She might have they seen a couple of dead bodies down there. Oh, for sure. Goodness gracious. I used to worry for her. She used to tell me how she's fishing down here in Louisiana. I'm like, when? She goes, midnight. I'm like, what? Mm. She well, wouldn't be fishing at that tent city. I know that. No, you're fishing for something else there. You're fishing for syphilis or something at that tent <laughs> city. I can tell you that much. Yeah, looking forward to being out there. Uh, Sal says, Jay Billis is a big-time tool. That's funny. all right man we're all over the place we're having some fun on a wednesday why not why not it's the beauty of texas sports unfiltered we can uh, get into whatever conversations we want but we will get into the big news i'm in houston today i'll be doing the show here 
uh, today and tomorrow. And Texans fans are stoked with some news that dropped yesterday as their offensive coordinator, Bobby Slowick, who has interviewed for a couple of different head coaching jobs around the NFL, has reportedly signed a new contract to stay as the offensive coordinator in Houston. So the guy who was uh, at least partially responsible for C.J. Stroud's tremendous rookie season, which is going to net him the Rookie of the Year award here coming up, mm-hmm. uh, is staying. He got a bunch of looks from NFL teams. Once again, took a couple of interviews. There are still two vacancies across the NFL with Seattle and Washington. And then I think Texans fans, matter of fact, I know Texans fans, had a little bit of a minor freakout yesterday after the Lions offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, released a statement saying that he's staying in Detroit, right? People just assumed that Ben Johnson was going to get one of those two jobs. And it's like, okay, well, Ben Johnson's an offensive mind. He'll get hired. And that means, hey, Bobby Sloak's going to stay in Houston because more people probably want Ben Johnson than Bobby Sloak because he's done it for longer. He's a little bit older, got a little bit more experience, whatever. But when Ben Johnson dropped the news that he's not going anywhere, then I think Texans fans were like, "Uh uh-oh, that means Bobby Sloak could be the next guy those teams call. And then, hey, credit Cal McNair, the owner of the Houston Texans. He did what he needed to do and uh, I'm sure gave Bobby Slowick a nice raise to make sure that he sticks around. But, uh, yeah, once again, the offensive coordinator for C.J. Stroud's phenomenal rookie season will be staying in Houston to work with C.J. Stroud for at least one more year. Yeah, that's good news. Believe me, there'll be some NFL jobs available next year. There always is. So, And those jobs just didn't seem like the, the right ones. You know, that there's only two remaining. Only two left, and I don't think either job is that bad. Now, for decades, I would have told you Washington is a cesspool, and sure. if you're an NFL coaching candidate, you should stay as far away from that franchise as you possibly can. But now that Dan Snyder's gone, like I feel like Washington is about to be normal again. Now, they were one of the worst teams in football last year. They're picking second in the draft, but I think that's why the job would be appealing to an offensive guy because there are three really good quarterbacks at the top of this draft with right. Caleb Williams, with Drake May, with Jaden Daniels. They've got like, some nice wide receivers in Washington. Yeah, like there, there are some pieces on that team. I know they had a bit of a fire sale at the trade deadline uh, a couple of months ago, but yeah, they do have good running backs. They do have good wide receivers. They have a couple of nice pieces on defense. And oh, yeah, you know, the Texans are proof that if you get the quarterback right, you can turn your franchise around pretty quickly. So CJ Stroud was the number two pick last year. I'm a little surprised like some of these coaches aren't like, well, that's the team that has the number two pick this year. I'm going to go there. But, hey, you know, Ben Johnson says he wants to win a Super Bowl in Detroit. (laughs) Good one, Ben. Yeah, yeah, good luck. And Bobby Slowick got a nice little pay raise to stay in Houston. And, you know, both of those guys, I'm I'm sure if they keep coaching the way that they have been, they will have opportunities down the road. So they're waiting. Hey, Ben, your, your head coach will be calling fourth down plays again next year. Oh. In the regular season, but you know what? He'll be he'll change when the playoffs come. He's learned his lesson. No, he hadn't. He's a meathead. Yeah, that meathead's not. He's going to do the same thing he did during the regular season and say, "This is how we got there," and all your fans will say, "Hey, we love him. This is how we got here. Right. This is yeah. how we missed out on getting to the Super Bowl." I still, you know, Dan Campbell's still a good coach. He's done a great job in Detroit. He obviously helped them get to a spot that they haven't been to in a long time. But yeah. You know, you still have to worry about that guy going rogue and making ridiculous <laughs> decisions in huge moments. So, no, he'll have another opportunity next year. Something else will come up. I think so, man. You got to be careful here. This is more of a Ben Johnson convo than a Bobby Slowick convo because, you know, this is two years in a row that Ben Johnson has done this, yes. right? Like, he got interviews last offseason, 
and he decided to stay in Detroit. And obviously he's doing that again. You run the risk of becoming Matt Campbell. This is a little apples to oranges here, so bear with me, but we are talking about fruit still. So, you know, Matt Campbell at Iowa State was like the hottest name in coaching for a couple of years because he had brought Iowa State back from the dead. Hell, he didn't bring them back. He brought them up from the dead. They had never been yeah. anything as a program. And all of a sudden, they're like making bowl games. They're competing for the Big 12 championship. Like, they were good. And he was getting all sorts of looks, including one from the Detroit Lions. He got an eight-year contract offer from the Lions. You're and right. he turned it down. And a bunch of colleges were offering him gigs. And he's like, no, I'm going to stay here. And look, loyalty, hard to find in sports. So, you know, whatever. That's kind of cool. But. He's like, nah, he, he was clearly waiting for something that never came. And then someone unplugged the iron. And Iowa yeah. State's not very good. And now I don't think anybody wants to hire Matt Campbell as their coach anymore. No, no, no. They don't want to, there's no college jobs available for him. Yeah. Right where he belongs to, right where the lights are out. So he's working <laughs> right. on the electrical parts of that stadium right now today. Oh, you know, that's his program. So that is, he's got to fix the lights when the lights go out. I think that's what Jared Hufford's doing because that guy ain't good enough to play on Sunday. So that, that's his job. He's got to work the lights to make sure that they stay on. Yeah, that's yeah. Sometimes the the getting is. I mean, I, I agree with you about the, about the Commanders, and they got new ownership now, and they got a second round second pick in the second draft. Pick, yeah, with, with some with some developing wide receivers there, older guys, but are really good quality mm -hmm. guys. Yeah, and and the Seahawks too, like. They won nine games last year. Yes. Yeah, they made the playoffs two years ago. They just Dan missed it this Quinn year. Dan get that Seahawk job. Well, why Dan Quinn they, is... Why they said, hey, this is your job. You were here before. By the way, funny meme. I, I keep forgetting to play this. We're going to play it right now. This is a, a Dan Campbell-related meme. I'll play it right now. Wow. I didn't know that. I just... Uh, you're telling me now for the first time. I don't know if you can read the caption. It says, Dan Campbell finding out that he can bring his kicker onto the field on fourth down and kick for three points. Wow. I didn't know that. I just, uh, you're telling me now for the first time. No. Sorry, no. You no, <laughs> didn't know that. You're just telling him for the first time that he can actually yeah. uh, settle for. Can actually do that. You can settle for three. Yeah, they got a kick out of that one there. But Gosh. yeah, Dan Quinn. So I guess if you're a Cowboys fan, I, I don't know how many Cowboys fans will be that upset if Dan Quinn leaves. I'll be a little upset because he still is one of the best defensive coordinators in football. But you and I were talking before the show like that. We are a very what have you done for me lately society. And well, the last time we saw Dan Quinn coordinate a defense, it was no a disaster. Right? I mean, Green Bay put up damn near a 50 piece. <laughs> on the Cowboys in that playoff game. And the Cowboys couldn't stop anything. So there are some Dallas fans who were like, screw that guy, let's move on. But yeah, I thought he would be able to just pick a job that he wanted and say goodbye. Yeah, yeah, he's, you know, he's older and he's defensive. Not defensive personality-wise, he's a defensive guy. And that's not the, the direction the league is generally going. But again, Jerry doesn't like to go very far. So when, when Mike McCarthy screws up 2024, all he has to do is walk down the hall and say, hey, this is your job. He's like that. Jerry likes to do those things. So. Sure, but I don't know. I don't know. You know, like if Dan Quinn gets offered either of those jobs, he's taking it. There's zero doubt in my mind. Oh, yeah, for sure. So there are some guys who didn't like those jobs, but Dan Quinn is not 
you know, young up and coming offense. Oh, no, he line. knows his time is his time is starting to pass him by. Yep. This is uh maybe his last chance to to get a good gig and he he probably realizes the ship is starting to uh collapse a little bit. It's well, like he's been around he's been now he's been around Jerry Jones for 3 or 4 years. He's understanding what this place is really like. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. it's when the moms and the brothers are talking about your quarterback, it's not good. It's not it's not building up confidence around the building. No, you're it's right. It's just not. It's 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 sad. You know, I was listening to Jerry yesterday. He's just, I mean, he was just talking around. You know, we can only go as far as our quarterback takes us. Well, guess where it's taking you? The same place it always takes you, where everybody talking about you. But now within your program, you've got you've got players, relatives talking about your quarterback. And so Dak Prescott will play 2024, but he won't be a Cowboy in 2025. He'll be gone. Because who's giving up $60 million? Who's walking away and saying, don't want that? They owe him that money. Well, he's going to be. He'll play. And I and maybe he'll win you 12 games. Maybe he'll even win you 13 this year. Yeah. I know where it's going from that point on. They don't have enough faith that he can take you anywhere else. I mean, when Jerry says he can only take us as far as we can, we go as far as Dak Prescott goes. Okay, well, we know how far he goes. Yeah, well, also, they got to figure some other things out on that team because Dak could have played the perfect game against Green Bay if the defense was given up 40-plus. I don't know how much it would have mattered. He's not the biggest problem there, but you're right. It's such a precarious situation in yeah. Dallas right now. They, they, they might go ahead and find a way to get Saquon Barkley there. No, spend on another running back? Yep. Yeah. yeah, because the one that they have right now that they've spent money on, he can't do it. They gave him a franchise tag, which turned out to be the right move instead of giving him the Zeke Elliott long-term deal. Now, he won't even get that franchise tag this year. No, no, they're going to let him walk, and they should let him walk. But they've got – they got look, they need to figure out their run game. But you can bring in a running back in the draft, right? You could spend your second or third-round sure. pick on a running back who's going to make a big impact as a rookie. We've seen that time and time again in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, but you've got you've to get some other – issues addressed mainly your run defense has to be better like you got to bring in uh, better linebackers you get overshown back which will help you get vander ash back but he gets hurt every year well, you know it's going to happen with him yeah i know you got to bring in some d tackles i know you drafted a first round d tackle last year a kid mozzie smith who didn't do jack you know what as a rookie uh, but you, you yeah, still have to do it you still have to do it again sure maybe not in the first round but in that third round you got to find somebody yeah, I mean, the offensive line, Tyron Smith is a free agent. He's been a stalwart at left tackle for a decade plus now. You might have to go O-line. So it'll it'll be probably an offensive or defensive lineman for the Cowboys in round one. I would agree. A two, maybe you uh, maybe you go running back there. I'd, as good of a player as Saquon is, you're also talking about a guy who gets hurt all the time. Yes, and, you're and he's going to want a lot of money. Yeah, you're talking about a lot of money to a running back on a second contract, which some guys are worth it, clearly. Works out for some dudes, but it uh, feels like more often than not, teams are regretting giving out big money second contracts to running backs. Uh, the Cowboys, they, they just made that mistake with Zeke Elliott. And, no uh, way to play Sa Saquon a, a three-year deal for some good money. I'm not talking about a five-year deal. Forget five years. That's that's. I don't want to. Be so Can you give them three? No, somebody will. I don't want the Cowboys to do it, though. Jerry's running out of time. Yeah, well, if he really thought he was running out of time, he would have fired Mike McCarthy. But Jerry thinks he's going <laughs> to live forever, and I'm starting to worry that he's right. <clears throat> Nobody's made the move for you? 
No. Saquon's about to be 27. He turns 27 on February 9th. Wow. And you start he's talking. playing like he's 30. It's crazy because I'm 29 and I'm calling this fool old. But, yeah, he's he's already gotten injured a lot. And you don't get healthier as you get older. And paying running backs into their age 30 season, which is what would be happening if you got a three-year contract, is that's scary. That's scary for me. So what about John Brooks to Dallas? Maybe third-round pick? I don't know if Dallas would do that. I don't know if a win-now team wants Jonathan Brooks just because of that ACL injury. You know? Yeah, you know, they need somebody that can play that they know is going to be all right. You won't know about – I mean, you can work out all you want, but you won't know about it until he's actually against competition on the field right. and what he's like. I think he's going to be a great NFL player. I'd love to have him in Dallas, but yeah. The I would Cowboys. love to have had him if he was healthy. I just don't know. Once again, you don't know. You can you can think all you want to about these, these you know, having your knee replaced and all this stuff and having an ACL tear. But until you actually see it and see what they're like, I mean, I've been waiting for the wide receiver for, for – for Dallas to show that he's back to normal for two years now. He's not there yet. Gallup. Yeah, and he may not be. He may we may be seeing the best of what we can see from him from this point on. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. So big, big offseason questions. Obviously the DAC deal is huge for But they're paying him, right? I mean, he, they don't have a choice. Well, they have to pay him for next year. Yes. Fifty nine point five mil. It's it's easy to just say, okay, make him earn it. But once again, Dak could hold out. You see a lot of quarterbacks. You see a lot of players. It's not just quarterbacks. They will hold out when they're going into the last year of their deal in hopes that they get a new long-term deal. That's what you want. You want that long-term financial security. That's huge when you play in the NFL. You know, the NFL stands for not for long. Like one hit in your career could be over. Those guys want to make sure that they've got that guaranteed money. Okay, well, then I pay him and say, hey, you tell your brother to shut the hell up. This is my paycheck. I'm the one paying out the checks here. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go. We're go as far as Dak takes us. I'm not gonna go through that shit if I'm Jerry Jones. I'm telling everybody else around me to be quiet. Tell your mama to be quiet. Tell your brother he needs to be quiet. You, you're gonna end up dealing with me here very shortly. There are gonna and be I, a lot of brothers and mothers, not just right. of players, but of Cowboys fans who are not happy if Dak gets a long-term extension. Like, how do you sell that to your fan base? I'm a Dak guy. I feel like I still defend Dak more than most at this point. But how do you, after that performance? And like this repeated problem in the playoffs, how do you keep telling your fan base that your number one goal is to win a Super Bowl? I don't know then, because there's 20 other teams that like to have Dak Prescott as their sure, quarterback. Sure, sure. And look, I, I, I want Dak to stick around. I, I would love to make him earn it. I would love for him to be here one more year. And all right, bud, like, let's see. You know what's at stake. This is your last chance. If you can't uh, play well in the playoffs and get us to the NFC Championship game, then your coach is losing his job and you're losing yours too. I would love for that to be the situation here, uh, but you know that kind of holds the cards. With sounds you like a little bit not. like rea- sounds like a little bit like reality right there that you're talking about. No yeah. coach, no quarterback. Dak Dak walks away with six sixty mil. He will walk away with sure. And someone's going to pay him. Like he, I, I still think he's like a top ten quarterback in football. He's going to finish top three in MVP voting this year. And he's not going to get any less than forty five mil somewhere else, right? I'll get he'll get fifty mil. I think. Wow. That's where the money is right now. So, um, yeah, weird spot, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. That is really, that is a, the Cowboys are in a strange situation because they've got some others they got to start paying too. Yep. The ones whose relatives are doing all the talking, they got to pay them too. They got to go through those relatives about that too. Yeah, good job. Perfect timing there. CeeDee Lamb's mom Mm -hmm. and Micah Parsons' brother. You guys are trying to get big money and you're, 
Uh, you're dunking on the quarterback and you're making the boss have to answer questions for you. It probably won't impact their bottom line at all. Or it's not going to impact Michael Parsons' bottom line whatsoever. Or CD either. Those guys, it's a matter of uh, when, not if, those guys get paid. And they'll be working on that this summer. Sure, 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 sure. Wow. Uh, As they should, right? Because those guys aren't going to get cheaper the the further into their NFL careers that they get. So, yeah. Cowboys conversation stemmed from the Texans conversation. Texans fans pretty thrilled that – they feel like they've got their unquestioned franchise quarterback. And to know that after one year. No kidding. They knew it like after half a year. I feel like by week seven, it's like, oh, oh, this guy's special. Yeah, how do we build around him? Mm-hmm. So that's the priority for the Texans who have uh, a ton of money that they can spend this offseason. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird because the Cowboys have won 12 games three years in a row. And the Texans before this year were the worst team in football for the previous three seasons. Kind of feels like uh, the future's a little brighter down here in H Town than it is in Arlington right now, doesn't it? Yeah, it just seems a lot fresher to me. Yeah, I mean, you got a head coach you believe in, you got a quarterback you believe in. Can Cowboys fans say that about their guys right now? No, neither one. All right, like definitely not the head coach. I don't know if anybody believes in big boy Mike McCarthy at this point. <laughs> yeah, a tub of lard. Come on, man. What's that? Twelve wins a year since he's been there. Uh, not every year, but the last three. Yeah, he can coach. In the regular season, he can coach. Yes, he's a regular he, season guy. He did that in Green Bay, too. But he also, even in Green Bay, like they only won one Super Bowl, and people hold that against Mike McCarthy because he had Aaron Rodgers in his prime for all those years. But like even there, he would at least make playoff runs. That's all we're asking for. Like Get to an NFC championship game, man. Like, doesn't matter would, if they don't believe in the quarterback. I'm just telling you. The, the official leader of your team, forget the head coach. If they don't they don't believe that guy who's getting the ball in his hands on every snap, that's a problem. And when their brothers and mothers don't believe in it, that makes it even worse. Yeah, I thought they did until that playoff game and everything oh. that has uh, come from it. I'm sure as hell feels like there are some Dak doubters, not only outside those walls, but inside too. So Yeah, inside the walls really sucks. I mean, any chance the Cowboys draft a quarterback, they're picking 24th, like they would – probably have to trade up unless they wanted maybe J.J. McCarthy, maybe Bo Nix, maybe Michael Penix Jr. I mean, that's not in the Cowboys' nature, as CB says. Like, they don't they don't draft quarterbacks in the first round. I think you got to go back to when they took Troy Aikman and Steve Walsh in the same year in the first yeah, round. Well, they won't do it, but Harbaugh will do it because that big stud that he has out there with the Chargers, he'll get J.J. McCarthy. He said, he's a winner. I know he's a winner. What? That's right. He's going to move on from Herbert? Look out. It's not his quarterback. Isn't that the reason he took the job? Because hey, he gets to coach it's that not guy? His quarterback. What if he has his guy sitting out there in the draft? Oh, my God. Sorry, 14 Chargers fans that exist. That's That would suck. What? Moving on from Justin Herbert. We'll to take JJ? Him. Hey, bring him to Dallas. Fine. We'll try. JJ. Bring JJ. You don't want to bring JJ, do you? To the Chargers? No, to Dallas. Dallas. No. 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 I don't know. I don't want to spend a first-round pick on a quarterback. Got another little party there. Uh, no, they, have, they don't have a support system like that. I would, spend a, I would spend a seventh-round pick on J.J. McCarthy, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> like, happy to. You know, I'd spend a third on him. I'd spend a fifth or a sixth, but he obviously... You'd spend a third on him. Sure. But he, he'll be he'll, gone. He'll be gone in the first. 
Uh, yeah, no, yeah, well, that's his opportunity. When the Chargers get that opportunity, their new head coach is taking him, taking his boy along with him. Aren't the Chargers picking them like the top five? Well, they're not going to take him in the top five. They'll he'll slide on down and they'll get him. He'll be the backup. And as soon as the wide receivers from the Chargers start getting banged up, he'll throw him in at quarterback and he'll be the next star. He'll be the next Brock Purdy. And the Chargers are picking fifth. They're not taking J.J. McCarthy there. They do have pick 37 in the second round, which Uh maybe if McCarthy falls, that'd be be Looney Tunes, though, man. They they got a a really good young quarterback. Why would you move off of him for an unknown? An unknown? That guy's a a champion. As a cheater. (laughs) He's a cheater. Probably cheats on his girlfriend, too. Come on, man. Yeah, man. Probably watching film of other girls. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yes. I, I do that too, I guess. Anyway, Come on, man. We all do that. We're all guilty. Come on, of that. JJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. There's that. We'll see what the Cowboys do. We'll get into um, a ranking of the top 50 free agents in the NFL. We'll do that in an hour or two. I'm curious okay. to get your thoughts on where you think the Cowboys and Texans should go with their offseason monies. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll get into some Texas football as well. Some updates from the Reese's Senior Bowl going on in Mobile right now. You've got a few Longhorns participating in practice right now. But uh, before all of that stuff, Buck, how about some shout-outs to some great sponsors? I love Dr. Greg Ecker. Got to go see the good doc. Going to get my teeth clean, go through the whole works there. And, folks, if you're having problems with your teeth, or even if you're not having problems with your teeth, but you need a teeth cleaning, teeth whitening, Dr. Eckert is there for you. But, if you're interested in having that, that great smile for the new year, 2024, talk to him about getting your teeth restored. I had mine done in just two visits. I had these veneers put on, and boy, I couldn't be happier. I got the smile that I wanted. I got the confidence that I needed for sure. And find out if you're a candidate for maybe possibly having dental implants. If you've got one teeth, one tooth is jacked up. I used to have a snaggle tooth here. BK used to stick out. Dr. Eckert hooked that thing up, pushed it back in there. You know, I got a little IV sedation, got that done, and now they're all veneered in, all nice and pretty. And you can have that done, too. But if you're thinking of dental implants, find out if you're a candidate for dental implants by calling him today at 512-345-3166. Folks, he's been doing this for 28 years in Central Texas. He's done over 1,500 cases of restoring teeth. Now, IV sedation, listen, no matter what you have to do in order to get your dental health straightened out, if they have to knock you out, they have to knock you out. You shouldn't be afraid. Believe me, going to Dr. Eckert, you won't be. He's our dentist. Should be your dentist also. Yes, indeed. Shout out to Doc U. And also shout out to Tom McKay. He was actually at Dr. Eckert's office yesterday. That's right. Getting those new veneers. He got the same procedure you got. No, he went through. He got that deal done. I think so. Nice. Yeah, I was talking to him last night. Sounded great. Says he, he looks great. like an old Cheshire cat, won't he? Says he feels great. Yeah, that guy's coming up on 60, and he's like, man, I feel better than I've felt in a long time. There you go. In the gym again, getting the teeth all fixed. Nice. Cleaned up. Yeah, he's the man. And now we'll let you hear from our guy, Tom McKay. This is Tom McKay, owner of Audiovisual Consultations, and we'd like to take a moment to thank all of our clients for making the last 25 years both fun and fruitful. For those of you who have not experienced our services yet, we'd like to invite you to give us a try for all of your home electronics needs. We take care of everything from surround sound home theaters and distributed audio to computer networks, home surveillance systems, to a new television in the living room or bedroom. And we come to you. There's no need to leave your home to find great pricing and incomparable service. No traffic, inexperienced sales geeks, or pushy showroom tactics. 
Just give us a call and we'll visit you at your home or business to take a look at what you really need. Just relax, hug your kids and smile. We make your electronics and life simpler to manage. So give us a call and discover what over 7,000 families and businesses already have. Audiovisual Consultations is the easiest, most complete way to enjoy today's electronics. Call us at 512-255-8678. That's 512-255-8678 or online at avconsultations.com. Job. Oh, yeah. Shout out to AV Consultations. Also, shout out to Altstad Beer, the best beer that you can find in the universe. I'm in Houston, and they've got it down here in Houston. My name is Six Pack when I'm out fishing tomorrow. I could there you go. Good combo right there. I can't get a DUI while I'm kayak fishing, can I? Uh, I don't think so. It's not, it's not, if it's got a motor to it, you can. No motor. Yeah, but look out for the sharks, the great whites out there. Yeah, I don't need to hear that. Why? Well, I got, you know, I had that porpoise came right by my little kayak, and I was like horrified. I didn't know what that was. I just saw that fin. I was like, damn, this great white's about to take this kayak out into the ocean. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. I've never been that close to a shark out there, knock on wood. I've seen them in the distance, but never been like right you next see those little porpoises out there all right yeah you know i, I see a alligator gar a lot those prehistoric looking things those oh. kind of freak me out even though they're usually harmless like if they are in a pack they will they'll get after you if you fall in and they're around you're about to have some they they like meat they like meat yeah i don't know yeah. if they discriminate uh, in terms of the kind of meat either oh no I don't know how we got there. Whatever meat you're eating, whether it's shark or porpoise or you know, hopefully something else, uh, Altstead is the perfect accompaniment. Whatever you have going on this warm weather, if you're chilling out on the patio uh, this week, I was doing that yesterday with an Altstead beer. It's the best beer that you could find. Available all over the state. H-E-B, Total Wine, Specs, Twin Liquors, wherever you go to buy your six-packs. You can find six-packs of Altstead beer. They've got a bunch of different brews, too. Something for every beer drinker out there. And every Altstat is brewed with just four simple ingredients. There are no additives. There are no preservatives in any of the Altstat family of beers. You can feel good about what you're putting into your system. Most importantly, you care about the taste. And the taste is on point with Altstat beer. No impurities. No regrets. All right. Want to have some fun here for a second? Yes, indeed. Nothing like fun. I love fun. There you go. Well, here's I want to ask you a question here, Buck. Okay. Um, would you go to this restaurant? Show you a little 11 second video. There's no sound of this, so we'll try to uh, describe it to you folks listening on the app the best way that we can. But this is a, a restaurant called Karen's Restaurant. And I want to see if uh, you would like to be served like this when you're sitting at the table at your local restaurant. So here's the waitress right there dropping the food on the table. Then she gives the Tom Herman double bird. She takes an onion ring and eats it before she walks away. Show you one more time so you know exactly what's going on here. Yeah, see, if you're with another woman, she's going to get punched in the cooter. <laughs> <laughs> but the waitress is? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. If I got, if my wife is with me, that girl right there, if she dropped her food down like that, my wife loves her food. That one right there, she get punched right in the cooter. And then she gives the Tom Herman double bird. And then she another shot to the cooter. Another I mean, shot. And then yeah, she oh grabs yeah. one of the onion rings off of one of the trays, dips it in the ranch. She gets stabbed with a is, fork right in the hand. And then eats it. You're stabbing her? Yeah, she get a stabbed wound right in the hand with a fork. 
Look at this. She damn near throws this last one and then just, you know. No, no, no. Stab right with the fourth. <laughs> that brother just looked at her like, that seems like it's supposed to happen. No, that's not going to happen on my food. Oh, not dipping man. your hands on my onion rings. So you wouldn't go to this place? No, I don't want to be treated like that. What if she drops the drinks, too? I mean, there's only food here. You think she just comes up dropping the drinks and spilling it all over the place? Just grabs no, it. No, that didn't even look like an act. That looked like how that girl is. That's not an act. Girl? She's like that in everyday life, it looks like. Oh. You're saying she's a Karen in real life? Doesn't she look like... That doesn't look like an act. She that looks like... She, let me tell you this. She looks like she's offended by something. Yeah, she is, isn't she? I don't know what it is today, and it will probably be something different tomorrow, but she looks like she is offended by something. No, my wife like, punched her right in the cooter. Oh, your wife's going to punch her. Oh, I'm not going to. I don't That's hit women. you were going to do the C punch. No, I don't hit. I don't hit. I don't hit women. I just... Now, an elbow... To the plain ribs or that? That's, that's a different. hit. You that's can't not say a you hit. don't that's hit women and then say you stretching in the in the aisles. That's all. That's not a that's, that's not a hit. But that one right there, my wife would do the cooter punching right there. You <laughs> drop her food. You play around with her food like that. Mm. Look out. I don't know if that will hold up in the court of law if you do this and then say you were stretching. I'm not sure the twelve. Plane, come on now. Nobody uh, in that plane. Nobody in that plane. I've got a lot of witnesses. They'll say he didn't really do that. Oh that that condom lady is losing her mind. That guy didn't really hit her. And those bruises, she got that when she was seeing people. Oh, that invisible so. person did that. Oh, the ghost did that oh, to the her. The ghost did that to her. Those are two different people. I did see someone yes. wearing that condom a couple of days ago, just out and about. And, it's, and it still intrigued you, and it made you think of. That that's a good look. Was it a good look? It was a look. Oh, okay. You know where I was? I don't think this is putting them on blast. This this is promoting. I was at Cover Three. It was for the games on Sunday. Best sports bar in town. And there was someone wearing like that similar gray, skin tight, all the way top and bottom, one piece. One piece. Yep. A onesie. Yep. No, she didn't. Uh, she didn't call me a bum. Thankfully. She didn't tell me she was going to watch this again. Why not? Call me a bitch again. Yeah, you did nothing wrong. I you shut up. No, you shut the up. 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 You shut the Cover three the other day. I think she was wearing a jacket. She was wearing a jacket over it. So it wasn't like just fully exposed. Like the condom had a, another condom over it, I guess. I'd have to do this to my little kids. I had to put my hands over their eyes. You don't, don't you watch that woman. She's, no she's not dressed properly. Here. You got to train your kids. I would have trained my kids. Look at that. Hey, dad, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> your son. <laughs> no, no. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, this so, world, what a place, what a so that, fun place we live in. That restaurant, it's a bit, by the way. We got a couple of guys like, oh, she's not getting a tip there. No, that's the whole the whole concept of this restaurant. Yeah, it's called that's Karen's. why you go there. You go there to be treated that way. Yeah, it's called Karen's Diner. And, of course, the internet slang term Karen is used to describe generally an older white woman who is stereotypically rude. And this is a chain of theme restaurants. It actually started in Australia, down under. 
And it's basically based around the concept of an unpleasant dining experience where customers pay for employees to insult them. No, thanks. This was originally just going to be a six-month pop-up bit, but uh, it did so well that they actually are doing pop-ups all over the world. People just like to feel bad, I guess. I don't want to feel bad when I'm eating. I don't want somebody... I don't want anybody playing with my food. I don't want anybody slamming my food down in front of me either. Yeah, I don't think they're like doing weird, super weird stuff to the food. I mean, you saw in that video, she grabbed an onion ring and and dipped it and left. She didn't double dip it. She didn't like spit on the food or anything. Because, you you know, that... that, that, All that stuff happens before it gets out to her. Right. Well, that happens at other restaurants. Oh! (laughs) They probably... That's probably the safest place to eat in terms of food quality. Because like everyone is going to be on on like high alert at that place to make sure nothing's happening to their food. That would like be a food safety violation. Uh, so they're like, all right, let's make sure we don't. I still don't buy it happens at other places. I'm still that one guy who believes that people people will not do that to you. That's uh, that's nice of you to trust people as much as you do. But I trust them on that that they wouldn't do anything like that to your food. You'd like Just to think their fingers in your nose. And then put their fry, take the fries out and put them on their plate with their hands. I just don't think people would do that. I, oh, they would. They do. I just, I, I don't like the no gloves bit. Like that, that freaks me out, man. Even if you do wash your hands, it's like you're still touching stuff. Oh, oh yeah. When it, when it says employees wash your hands, that's not you, enough, is it? What do you do in that spot? Like well, you're, 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 you're in the bathroom. Like you, the customer, you're yeah. in the bathroom. And, you know, you just, you finish at the urinal, whatever, and you go to wash your hands, but then you see the sign that says employees must wash hands. Yeah, you've got to wait until an employee walks in to wash your hands. How long are you willing to wait before? No, you they're, not gonna, they're not going to wash your hands. You That's wash what the sign says. Hands. Employees must wash hands. That means they have to wash my hands. <laughs> no, I got to wait for that. They're going to wash their own damn hands. I thought they washed mine. It says it no. on the mirror. You got to stay in the bathroom the whole time until some employee comes and washes your hands. Yeah, I just you know hold my hands out like this, like I'm looking for food. Like no, that's not that's not enough. Are you gonna do your job or not? Hey, employee, once you get back out of here, then put some gloves on too to handle my food. I'm with you, man. You're touching too much stuff for me to feel uh, comfortable about that. But yeah, this whole bit, like staff at Karen's Diner are instructed to put on an abrasive persona. And they're just supposed to basically comically ridicule customers throughout their entire meal. And it's like customers are allowed to act rude, too. Like, they, it can go both ways. They almost promote that. So you've got the permission to uh, to kind of be a jerk to your wait staff. Now, there are, there are lines. They're like, you know, don't be racist. Don't be sexist. Don't be homophobic. Like, don't, don't cross the line. And what can you do then? I mean, how do you cross the line then? You can't cross the line. That's the point. Oh. You talk trash, but you know you're. you're uh, I don't know. Can I go downward hook them? And you, it's like profanity is allowed, so you're not allowed to be under 16 unless you're with a parent at this place. So you could drop right. an f bomb. <laughs> Dude, if Rodney Terry's there, he won't like that upside down hook him. Uh, at the no, what if the, what if she came down and gave you the upside down hook him with your fries? Then that is classless. That's a cooter shot. Oh, you think RT is going? No, RT's not doing C shots there. <laughs> you can't do. If you go downward, hook him at his and drop his meal on his plate. He's not going to like that. Hmm. Yeah. No, I don't think he will too. But um, yeah, there you go. So you're you're out on this. You would not go to this no, place even for I the novel. No. You get the chance to be a to be a jerk to somebody, and 
No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm very different about my food. I just like to, you know, I don't go to places like when, when, when you have to wait for, when they say, oh, you can get a table in 45 minutes or something. I don't wait. I see people that will sit out there and wait for food. I don't wait for food. I'll go, so I can go 7-Eleven and give me a good meal. You know what I'm saying? They, people food. don't understand that. I don't hear about your Ushis and Uchis and Kamaguchis or whatever. I'm not, I'm not standing in some line for 45 minutes for, for fish that ain't really dead. You know what I mean? Mm. I'll go somewhere else. Okay, the fish is dead. It's just not cooked. Okay, I'm not going. If the fish, the, the eyeballs are still going around in circles. No, no thank you're not you. doing it. It's sushi. Have you ever had sushi before? Yes, I have. You're not. I mean, I guess some of them might have eyes, but you're not getting the eyes on ninety. There are some places you go to get fish, and they still got the head part on it. Okay, you've been watching the Christmas Story too much. <laughs> oh wait, no, that's a duck at the end where he just chops off. The... <laughs> I'm not amazing. doing that. I don't play. I don't play food games. I like to eat and Ushi, go. Ushi, Uchi, your Kamaguchi. Kamaguchi, I don't care. That is I'm incredibly not racist there, if, Bill Parsons. No, no way. If you, if you stick that fish on my plate and it goes like this and it flops up real quick, I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. Yeah, this isn't yeah, done the, all the way. That, that'd be a miracle if that happened. A I fish, don't eat raw fish anyway. Fish that, oh, so you don't do sushi? I don't do sushi, no. I'm not. No. You, you ever tried it? No disrespect. I haven't tried it. It's not your thing. No, it's not my thing. Hmm. It's not dead. It's still basically alive. It is dead. No, it's not, dude. Have you, seen, have, have you seen what sushi looks? Do I need to pull up a like side by side? No, no, no. Not because my sushi from H-E-B. Come on, man. Okay. Well, Egg rolls fine, and sushi from H-E-B. That's okay. right. I just not a line okay, guy. You have food. Uh, sushi. Right? You're not a line okay, guy. That's fair. You're not doing, you don't sit around you're not waiting like the Franklin. No, uh, no. I'm Some doing, freaking I'm, barbecue. Know. I've done it before. I've done the Franklin wait before. How sure. long did you wait? Hour? Yeah, uh, longer. A line for food yeah. an hour? I know. I wanted to try it. I wanted to see what all the hype was about. And it was fantastic. It was worth it was the wait. An hour? Yeah. It was no. hours, plural. Hours in a line for some barbecue? Yeah. No, nope. I'll see a sheesh and the guys over and give me some little Debbies and be happy as hell. That's not the same. All right, oh. Just so you know, here's what a tuna fish looks like. Yeah. That is a live tuna fish Yes. in the water. Show me some sushi. Okay, and now I'll show you what tuna sushi looks like. A little, little different. Oh, still alive. Look at that. Look at the eyeballs looking out of that thing. Dude, oh my god. Is that what you get at Uchi's Kamaguchi's? Is that what you get there? I don't know what Uchi's Kamaguchi's is. So I'm not sure what I get there. But at Uchi Ko or Uchi, the sushi yes. restaurants. Yes. Yeah. Or Sushi Junai. They got the all you can eat sushi at Sushi Junai. Oh I'll, great. Another I'll like give them a free plug because that God, I spent so much money there in college. Nothing like coming out of that place wanting a, a fish hook in your mouth. No thanks. You went out of that. You went out of that place needing like a twenty-hour nap and then a twenty-hour toilet stint. But it oh. was it was, it was uh, fantastic, right there. No man, I I just I, I don't know. I wouldn't I want to I wouldn't go to Karen's. I I'm very particular about people how they mess around my food. I just you know like all these places outdoors in the in the Austin area where you, people bring their dogs and they got dog pecker flies. I don't. Mm -hmm. I'm not down with that. I'm not down with eating outside and the dog comes in underneath the table. 
and all around his nuts are flies and stuff. I'm like, no, this is not the way I like to eat. I don't bring my dog to places to eat. You know, people that have to have their little pet with them when they go, oh, this is the area for the dogs and you can go out here. I'm like, I got to eat out here and there's dog pecker flies. I don't think so. Dog pecker flies. Yeah, I don't do that. Oh, no. How are you looking down there? I've never understood your fascination. No, dude. You don't have to look. You can almost hear me. That's like bees almost buzzing around his balls. I mean, come on. You bring a dog. You see how they greet each other, don't you? I do. Yeah, that's not not, cool. do Do you not greet humans like that? No, I don't greet my humans like that. No, I don't. And especially a line for, especially if I'm going to eat somewhere, mm. maybe other places, but not at an eating facility. Dude, no, you, you you live in the wrong city if you're worried about dogs being at restaurants you go to. I don't know if that's a thing in Dripping Springs, but in Austin, Austin, it's everywhere you go. There are dogs. I know, and they just there. they started that whole deal too. I used to go out in a patio, and there'd be a bench, and there'd be somebody with four dogs underneath there. And it was gross. I'm mean, like, I can't eat like that. No, if I'm going to eat, if I'm going to have a dog, I'm going to have my dog around at a cookout. And all I have to do is open up the top of the grill and the smoke will get to the dog and chase him away. He doesn't hang around and he keeps his dog pecker flies at a distance. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. I really don't know what you mean, but I don't want to talk about dogs. That doesn't, bo- that doesn't bother you at all, does it? No. It- no, I just, you know, I don't really look. I just, I'm focused on my food. and That would bother that, that would bother myself and Kevin Dunn. We don't like all of that when we're messing with our food. We don't like animals and have eaten fish and fish still flopping on the plate. No, no. Kevin, Kevin likes sushi. I, I've had sushi with him multiple times. He's in favor of the, uh, the sushi bit. With the eyeballs and all? I don't think they have eyeballs in there. <laughs> oh, my God. Apparently, that Karen's Diner, by the way, was in Houston at some point. Like of course recently. it was. Had a little pop down here. So I don't know if it still exists. Otherwise, I'd try to go today. But uh, I don't know if it is still around. So there's your one of your fun videos of the day. Uh, we'll get back into some fun. But we've got some Texas Longhorn football to talk about. But before we do that... Let me tell you about our good friends at Texas Orthopedics. If you're looking for that focused orthopedic care, for sure, contact the experts and our friends at Texas Orthopedics. Their physicians offer comprehensive surgical and non-surgical orthopedic care for children and adults. Spinal care, sports medicine, trauma care, joint replacement, rheumatology, and even more. Say hello to Chris Stockton, Dr. Stockton, and Dr. Danny when you're there. Their goal is to get you right back into good health and that great quality of life that you definitely deserve. Visit them at TXOrtho.com. Texas Orthopedics is the largest independent orthopedic practice in Texas. For more information, go to TXOrtho.com. Yes, indeed. Shout out to Texas Orthopedics. And uh, shout out to Olipop as well. Great tasting soda that's actually good for you. I'm down in Houston. They've got some in Houston. I might have to get you in at some point today. Uh, Look, New Year's resolutions, you're probably done with them. Well, this is one that's easy to keep not just for one month, but for all 12 months and really for the rest of your life. That's drinking Olipop. Once again, it's soda, so it tastes good and tastes like soda, but it's good for you. Yeah, nine grams of fiber in every can of Olipop. They've got a unique blend of seven different ingredients that actually help with your digestive health. So it's not that it's not bad for you. It's that it's good for you. Yes, You're indeed. helping out your digestive system every time you drink a can of Olipop. Yeah, you care about the taste, right? There's tons of healthy drinks out there. They all taste like ass, dude. You don't want to be drinking ass. 
Maybe no, you, no, you don't. I don't want no, to. No, Karen, that. you don't. No, 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 no. So uh, go to HEB, Costco, Target, Whole Foods, Walmart, wherever you go to get your groceries. Pick up a couple of cans of that Olipop. They've got tons of great flavors too. Tastes just like the soda you grew up sipping, but once again, added health benefits as well. This stuff uh, will change your life. It changed mine. It will do the same for you. Very nice. And how about this? A quick TV spot from our great friends out at Cover BK. Hi, I'm Dan Cover with my wife, Hayden. Welcome to Cover BK. Our newest location in the gorgeous hill country includes Buick, GMC, Cadillac, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, and hundreds of pre-owned and certified vehicles for you to choose from. We have three service departments that are ready to take care of your car, truck, or SUV with 86 service bays to accommodate any repair and get you in and out quickly. Come visit us today to select the vehicle you've been dreaming about. Culver, born and raised in Austin. Oh, yeah. Born and raised in Austin. Yes. Love the coverts. Living out in B-Cave. Yep, and Bucky's trying to rob the covert B-Cave dealership again <laughs> this Sunday. So Just cross over there. They told me I could go on, on board and look at the cars if I like. Just be on the lookout if you're uh, driving down 71, seeing an old black man trying falling to Falling over the gate, falling over the gate. <laughs> at a car dealership. Oh, my God. Apparently, he's got permission. I've got permission, yes. So he says. All right, the Senior Bowl. Coming up soon in Mobile, Alabama. Senior Bowl practices going on this week in Mobile, Alabama. Into those practices. Those are great practices. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool, man. Like, they, they sometimes show some footage of Senior Bowl practices on the NFL Network. The game itself is this Saturday, and that that is always televised, and I'll be locked into that one. Um, but uh, five Longhorns accepted Senior Bowl invites, and unfortunately, only two of them are participating in senior bowl practices right now the two guys who are representing ut who are there are tavandre sweat and christian jones the other three who received and accepted invites byron murphy jordan whittington and jalen ford and apparently all three of those guys are banged up like that's the only reason why they wouldn't be practicing i've scavenged the insider sites to try to get some more info for the people out there and Byron Murphy apparently suffered an injury in the Sugar Bowl against Washington. Doesn't seem to be anything serious. But, Buck, you and I were talking before the show. Look, Byron Murphy seems like a lot to be a first-round pick. I don't think he really needs these senior bowl practices. I, I think no. he's uh, done enough, and I think he will do enough at the Combine to prove that he they is They want to make sure that they're, they're, they're well for the Combine. That senior bowl is nice. Because the senior bowl, you got the GMs. Everybody's there. Coaching staffs are there. You know, but this way, but you know it counts. That that daggone combine, yeah. you know, is the one that really, really matters. You know, they can – I. it used to be they wanted you to be at that senior bowl because they want to see you practice. They want to be able to – actually, you know, GMs, a lot of those GMs are former players. They want to see you – they want to see you work out. They want to be able to talk to you about your workouts. They want to talk to you about your families and stuff. It's just it's, – it's a great venue, but it doesn't seem to be as important as it used to be. Right. It's good that Byron Murphy's there because, like you yes. said, there are a bunch of executives and coaches from around the NFL who are there. So those interviews matter. Obviously, the on-field stuff matters, too. But no, if, if teams are going to spend a first-round pick on you, then they want to know everything. Yeah, they can trust you as a person, not just as a football player. So uh, good that Murphy's there, but uh, unfortunate that he's unable to participate. But once again, I don't think it's a big deal for Byron Murphy. I do think it's a big deal for Jordan Whittington and Jalen Ford because those guys aren't going to be first-round picks. Like, those guys, 
could really improve their draft stock for sure if they were able to participate out there like Jalen Ford, I think, is a lock to be a draft pick, but I, I don't know if Jordan Whittington is a lock to be a pick. I think he will get selected on day three. I think he should get selected on day three. Maybe, like, yeah. Guys like that who are day three UDFA range, like they need to do as much as they possibly can to impress as many people as I they agree. possibly can. So for Murphy, not a big deal, but for Ford and Whittington, uh, I think they could have used this week. It's a shame that they're unable to go. Unless they're hurt, hurt. I mean... Obviously, if they if they weren't hurt, they'd probably be there. They understand what this is about, so hopefully they can heal up and be ready to go when it's time, and especially when it's time to to have uh, all these GMs and, and coaches come to your place when you do it at home. Sure. That's where the high expectations come, but they still have at the combine. They still have high expectations. You can't go there and just flop. Right, you, you just can't. So you want to be at your at, at peak performance at the combines, but their expectations are when you do when you have your your own little combine at your own college and you're at your own field house and you're lifting in your own weight room, but things are a lot different there. Sure. Yeah. The pro days are always big and yeah, yeah. guys generally perform better at their campus pro day than they Absolutely. do at the combine. You're more comfortable with your surroundings. There's less pressure, usually less people there as well. So yeah, these guys will have other opportunities to prove their worth and they're both great kids. I think they're going to do really well with the interviews and the conversations that they have with the uh, important football minds, but oh, yeah, you know that's uh, that's not enough. You got to show these uh, these scouts and these execs. Well, like I said, especially if you're a borderline guy, you can be a third round pick, fourth round pick. You, you need to be, you need to be at every place. You need to be at the Senior Bowl. You need to combine. You need to work out twice at your own place. And do everything you can to move up around somehow. Right, I'm with you. And yeah, Jalen Ford. Once again, I think he uh, he will be drafted. But, uh, you know, Jordan Whittington, I hope he'll be drafted. I have optimism. Opt That's a weird way to say that. I have optimism that he will be drafted. Uh, I'm looking at this seven-round mock right now. It has Jalen Ford going in the third round. It does not have Jordan Whittington going at all. So, you know, it, this, this stuff really matters for Jay Witt. As much as we love him, and every Longhorn fan will tell you that he's worth spending a draft pick on, uh, we don't get to make that final say. So. No. Uh, hopefully he is uh, able to get healthy relatively soon. But the two guys who are practicing, once again, Devondre Sweat and Christian Jones, uh, they got pretty rave reviews from uh, their performances yesterday. Devondre Sweat did not weigh in. I think that's interesting, but it's not surprising to me. I think he's trying to still shed a few more LBs, right? He played close to 360 at Texas yes. this past season. I don't think he wants to be playing that at that weight. I don't think NFL teams want him to be playing at that weight. So uh, my guess is he's trying to shed lbs he's in the process of losing some weight and he's probably trying to get closer to 340 by the time the combine or pro day gets oh here. yeah he's probably not at that magic number yet he's gonna wait but uh, by all accounts he was great he was dominating one-on-one -on -one drills he even did well in some of the two-on-one -on -one drills right where they got two offensive linemen blocking one defensive line he was winning more often than not against obviously some really good college players who were good enough to get invited to the senior bowl so not a big surprise, man. I mean, we're talking about the guy who was the best D lineman in college football last year. The fact that against college talent, he is dominating, that shouldn't surprise anybody. Yeah, that's why you should end up a first-round draft pick. You think so? Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's hit and miss. It almost feels like more of the mocks that I've seen in the last week or so don't have T-Sweat going in round one. Have him a second round pick. Yeah, early second round. He, you know, I'd be surprised if he got below pick fifty or anything like that. But um, yeah, he's a legitimate six foot four, big dude. 
Wow. Let me see, let me see what his height is, is listed at on the oh UT roster. 62 games, Outland Trophy, unanimous All-American. 6'4", 362 is what he was listed at on the uh, Texas Longhorn official roster. Wow. So he's not going to get shorter. He doesn't need to get shorter, but I no. think he, again, will lose some pounds. So, uh, But still, man, I, I think he is just about worthy of a first-round pick. He doesn't play the most valuable position in football. Uh, I think teams are also a little worried that because of his size, he's not a three-down player. Well, they also think that when when you come in at at 360, they think you'll get heavier before you get lighter. Yeah. And they don't want you to get any heavier than 360. That's already heavy enough. He won't be. I'd be shocked and disappointed if he's over 350 whenever he does weigh in. Yeah, that makes sense. And or pro day. I think he wants to be in the 340 range. I would Uh, agree. I I, I trust him to do what he needs to do to get that done. But, um, yeah, look, he, he, even then, even at that weight, you're, you're probably not a three-down player in the NFL. You're not in those obvious passing downs, even though T-Sweat mm-hmm. did show an ability to, to sometimes get after opposing quarterbacks. And for a guy his size... We know he can right, stop the run. Yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's a run stuffer. That's going to be his primary job in the NFL. He'll be an early-down guy who's going to eat up blocks, who's going to make some plays in the backfield. All the stuff we saw at UT the last few seasons, that's what NFL teams want from him. So, you know, he'll get drafted. He'll be a high-round pick. It's just, do you want to spend a first on a, a two-down interior defensive line? Right. Not a lot of teams nowadays. Yeah, he needs to be about 340. Yeah, I think In so. The 340s. so he, he could be a first. Uh, Jerjon Newton, the kid out of Illinois, is the other defensive tackle that is like that borderline first, second-round type of player. Uh, we'll see if both of those guys go in round one. One of those guys, neither of those guys... That's the the dude that I think uh, T. Sweat is competing most against from a positional standpoint, but he is uh, a little bit limited just because of the position he plays, and it's just not as highly coveted as a lot of the other spots on the field. So we'll see. He he can impress people, man. I think he will impress people through the rest of this week. I think of the combine, they're going to be like that guy at that size can move like that. Yeah. That, yes. Absolutely. So if you've been paying attention to college football, which hopefully these scouts have, they should already know this stuff. But there are some folks who. They wait until this time to really. No, they start. want to see. They want to actually see it in person. And they want a lot to see of the GMs love seeing that kind of movement in person. Yeah, great point. Great point. It's different in person. So uh, there's T. Sweat, and then Christian Jones got uh, some positive reviews too. Apparently, he held up pretty well as uh, one of the right tackles out yeah, there. Yeah, he has to be totally healthy in order to maximize what he can do. He can't be a little banged up because then he's limited in his ta- talent wise. But when yeah. he's at when he's at full strength and everything's good. And he doesn't have a sore ankle or something wrong with his back or shoulders. He's a pretty good player. Yeah, he's a pretty he's a pretty good guy that can come in for a starter in a pinch. You know, he can work his way into a lineup and play a couple games. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm saying he can work his way when your starter is hurt and you need a guy for four games. Your starter is going to be out for three. That guy will do okay. Right. But, but, yeah. but, when, he, but when he starts to get banged up, look out. Sure. Sure. Well, Just like yeah. anybody else. Yeah, I think Christian Jones, he might be, he's another one of those day three to UDFA type of right. guys. Right, oh yeah. Wherever he gets picked up, whether it's in the draft or as an undrafted for Hard big guys. Yeah, he, he will, uh, you know, have a chance to make a roster and they're not going to expect him to be a starter, especially no. from day one. Like he, he's going to be brought on an NFL roster to provide depth to an offensive lineman. So yeah. can he be good enough? I mean, you see guys make careers just as a backup offensive lineman, right? Like, yeah. are you good yeah, enough to work? position to position on that team. 
If somebody gets hurt, they learn how to play every position. Yep, and that's that's probably what Christian Jones will have to do to have a long career in the National Football League. What's wrong with that? I think he's capable of it. I think he's good enough to be a backup in uh, in the NFL. And you know, when his number's called, like you said, if it's two games, three games, four games, mm-hmm. whatever, uh, can he be good enough to uh, you know, to not have? I think he can. Yes, a total collapse on the right side of an offensive line, and and it sucks. And I brought this up earlier. It's what have you done for me lately? Uh, it, it stings for Christian Jones, despite how very good of a senior, uh, senior season he had. Excuse me. Easy for me to say. He had a great senior season, but the last game was a disaster. And he was going up against an NFL player in Braylon Trice, who might be a first-round pick, the edge rusher out of Washington. Oh, and yeah. Trice kind of bullied him in that Sugar Bowl. So that's, you know, I, I feel for Christian Jones that that was the last thing that uh, he had the opportunity to put on film at the college level. But he put a lot of good stuff on film, too. And hopefully he's able to impress these coaches. Yeah, that's that last film was not a good one. No. He, he got beat on the first one of the first plays. And then it was an all-day cookie for that dude against him. He had his mind swimming all over the place. Yeah, and we talked about, you know, going into that Sugar Bowl game on January 1st. That was an opportunity for a lot of Longhorns to make some money. Yes. I don't know how many Longhorns were able to make some money on that day. No. I don't know how many guys really cost themselves. Christian Jones might have cost himself, but uh, there was nobody who really stepped out and was like, oh, yeah, now that guy played so well that now he is for sure going to be a higher draft pick than we thought before. No, that, that took off everybody's disguise right there. Yeah, it's, uh, it was a crappy showing. And I'm tired of talking about it. I'm sad. Still don't sad. be sad. We'll be back. We'll be back. Hey. <laughs> Mason, don't get sad. Whatever you do, don't don't get sad, Mason. You'll be okay. Give me the Mason treatment. Yeah, half intern Mason who uh, cried in the stands at the Sugar Bowl. And when I say cried, it wasn't a single tear. He was in tears, like a faucet coming down. Oh man! And I had to be like that's the how dad. you get the girls, man. The girls like that. They like a sensitive man at a football I, game crying. I, I don't think the girls like that. They you know, slap him, slap him on the side of the head and say, hey, bitch, quit crying. <laughs> <laughs> I think there are some cool? girls, there are definitely some girls who uh, uh, find themselves attracted to the more sensitive slash emotional guy. But I don't know if girls, no, generally speaking, want the guy crying after a football game. No, they don't. They don't want that. They want, they, cry, they want him crying after the baby's born, after the wedding, at the football game when your team loses. They're going to be pissed if you're up in the stands crying. Yeah, if you're a player, tears. If you're a player and you're crying, then it's like, all right, that's all good. Just you know, make sure we're still going pro here. Yeah, Taylor uh, Swift's like Kelsey when he's if he's crying next week. Yeah, but no, be. no, Mason, you can't be you can't be coming down aisles. People are holding you up down the aisle because you're about to fall down the steps crying. <laughs> Dude, Speaking of guy. falling down, I fell yesterday at the golf course. What? I tried to walk up the embankment. By where there where there's a green, you know how some, you know how it's all gray out there right now. There's no grass. It's like hay. Well, guess who thought they could run up the hill to the green? Me. And dude, I went down like it was a sled, like sliding down on my ass. I said, oh yeah, I just slide down the oh, hill. I went down the hill, and I I have no, you know, because the last pair of cleats I had. Remember, I stepped in shit. Yeah. And so I had to wear my. There was no, no nothing but little nubs on the bottom of them. So I got to the tip of the hill and my feet started to go out from under it. And then I did my, you know, I did my tour hit and I hit down on my ass cheek and I went down there like a kid on a piece of cardboard. 
like all the way almost into the woods. It was on your ass, like sliding oh, on your. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Straight, my long pants on. I went down there. I, it was like I was on cardboard, and I almost landed and ended up in the woods. God dang it, dude. Dude, I I don't know why, and I went up the highest point. I could have walked around, but I just wanted to show. Not a problem. Big man, been working out. You know, got some cardio in. He's gonna go up the side of the hill with no traction, not even sneakers, no nubs, just bam, right on his ass. And not only on his ass, he disappears out of the, I mean, just disappears down the hill and into the woods. Did anyone see this happen? Uh no, I, I guys were on the other side of it. Oh, they saw yeah. me coming around the yeah. They said, Why should you why are you going all the way around now? I said, I've already attempted to come straight up. I had to go all the way around, all the way around the sand trap. <laughs> If that would have been where you played the other day, I would have ended up in one of the lakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you oh, would not have God. made it. That's, There's uh, no grass. There's no green grass. It's all like hay out there now. Hay? It's not hay. It's like hay. You, you tripped on grass. You tried to walk I up the hill. Trip. I didn't trip on anything. I slipped. Okay, you slipped. Sorry. And did you have your life alert on? I've fallen and I no, can't get up? No, no, no. I went right down. As if I was sitting on like cardboard, it was, it was just, I didn't go down sideways. I went down straight with my legs out. It was awful. Like the trash can lid when you're sliding yes, down. Yes, but I did not, but I did not step in dog crap yesterday with my golf shoes thing. What's, what's worse, the, the eating shit or falling in shit or stepping in shit? Uh, stepping in shit is the worst. That's the worst. It's just you the worst feel. Slide down a hill than step in dog crap. I would rather slide down a hill embarrassed in front of of a thousand people than to step in shit and have that on the bottom of my shoe for an entire round of golf. There was, there was still, I mean, it even smelled that way when I was there. I was like, it just doesn't, it won't go away now. When I put on any golf shoes, the smell of dog crap is, I'm gonna keep looking down on my shoes to see if I've stepped in it again. I mean, you can't do that twice, can you? It would have been icing on the cake if at the end of your slide down that hill, you oh, just, right through some shit. Oh my, oh, that would have been awful. Come on, man. Uh, I wish there were hidden cameras out there. I was that. moving fast down here. It was like, it was, I never go sled ride that like that in a long time. And it was dry, man. I went flying. Like I said, I got to the tip of the woods where I almost went into the woods. Say, it could have hit a tree or something. Man. God, I'm glad you're okay. Along with the 94 I shot. Oh, no. You're starting to play like me out there. That's not what you need. Hey, big man's getting stronger, though. This had nothing to do about strength. This was accuracy and playing at a course is just too long. Your leg strength ain't good if you're slipping. And I'm not moving back, and I'm not moving up. They're, they're still saying, hey, 2024 has got to be your year. I said, when I'm 70, I've got two more years. I'm headed towards 69. When, when I hit 70, they're not even going to have to tell me. I'm just going up there, and I'm staying up there. Well, none of your friends, none of the Texas cheaters play up, do they? No, they play in the middles. That's the thing. You just you hate being the guy who plays up, right? If you had somebody else who would do it with you, then I don't think it'd be a big deal. You just don't want to be the guy alone. Then you don't get to hang out at the tee box with the boys. That's a big moment there. You no, know? they meant you, hey, hey, little, hey, little, say little sister, move on up there. Oh, yeah. You don't, you know to, you don't get to talk with them. And then if you hit a nice shot, they'll say, nice, hey, nice hit from up there. At the kids' yeah. tee box, you know? Yep, yep. So uh, I, I, I deserve to be up there. But when I get there, I'm staying, and I'm still getting my strokes because that's still a part of it. They're like, no, when you move up, you get no strokes. So I move up at the par fives. Oh, do you? Yeah, I do move up at, at par fives. They put me up there. 
But when I go up there for good, why don't I still get my strokes? Isn't that part of the handicap system? I don't know. You're you're handicapped, though. I do know that. No, I'm not. I'm good, man. I could have crashed my knee. I could have I could have fallen down a lot of different ways. But I flipped myself over like a cat, like I taught Tua to do. Mm-hmm. And I went sledding down there like this. It was like the bobsled, like the Jamaican bobsled team. <laughs> you were you know, steering was, on your way down. Oh, I was going down. I had my legs up, man. That thing was flying. Oh, my God. Because I wore long pants yesterday, even though it felt like it was 80 degrees. I was in long pants. Because I'm in the woods a lot, so I don't go out there in shorts a lot. Glad you're okay. Yeah, I didn't hit I didn't hit I didn't. I didn't. That's not true. My back hurts today. I did jar my back a little bit. Uh. I mean, just full. It's like, dude, even with cleats on, I can't get up that uh, hot, that high tip of the of where where I was. So I get up there and I can feel it going. I'm like, uh oh, it's starting to happen. It's starting to happen. Turn sideways. Boom. Zoom down, down the bobsled track. What an old man. Yeah, you're getting old. Hell, that was you are old. Yeah, I'm glad for the most part you're okay, and glad half intern Mason is also okay. Instead of being nice to him, I should have told him this. Shut up, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was what I should have said when he was uh, in tears at the Superdome following the loss to Washington. My uh, God, my God! All right, back into uh, some sports here. Also, let me ask you. Let me ask you this: Did you watch some of the basketball? Watch some of the TCU game? Yeah, yeah, some great college basketball last night. Uh, yeah. Thank God, dude. I mean, Texas Tech has been beating everybody, right? Like, that was obviously the conference opener for Texas, and Longhorn fans were pretty disappointed with the way that game went down at Moody Center. Um, but Texas Tech, going into yesterday, was in sole possession of first place in the Big 12. They were 5-1, and one, and they had gone on the road and beaten some other good teams. Teams better than Texas. And, uh, boy, they played TCU pretty close, but TCU was able to get them in Fort Worth. So the good news is, well, if you're a fan of a Big 12 team trying to compete for the Big 12 championship, which I know Texas is a long ways away, but hopefully the Longhorns can get back into the mix at some point. Uh, Texas Tech finally lost, which is good. Now everybody in this conference has at least two losses. Uh, The bad news, though, if you're a Texas fan, which I'm sure most of you are, if you're tuned in this morning, we appreciate you. Uh, You've got to go to Fort Worth this Saturday. That's the next game for the Longhorns. So TCU just beat the top team in the conference on their home floor. Now you've got to go up there this weekend and uh, try to knock them off. It'll be tough. Yes. And you gotta, you know, you gotta continue to build on that, on that, uh, that not so big win the other night. Oh, the moral victory. Yes. We have to build on the moral victory. You you build on a moral victory. You have another moral victory. If you play TCU close on (laughs) Saturday, you're like, Oh, that's two in a row. You can't do have two moral victories. You can only have one of those a year. That's it. You already had yours. This is it. From this point, okay, what you have to do is you've got to now go and win those games on the road. The TCUs, as I said, the the Iowa States, the Texas Techs. Those games now, those aren't moral victories anymore. Those are just losses. The other day was a moral victory, half Aggie, man. So yeah. now it's it's on the road and win those games now. I don't care where you play. I'm, I'm yeah. saying three more. I can't have three more losses. They're going to have more no. than three losses. No. You're saying they can't have three? No, they won't. I mean, look, if they want to win the Big 12, they, they probably can't have any more losses because they already have five in the conference. But realistically, that ship sailed a while ago. Yes. Um, but, yeah, if you want to make the NCAA tournament, look, they, they've lost five games in conference play. I think they can lose five more and still get in. Wow. Like, at most. 
at most. But we brought up uh, the Ken Palm metrics yesterday, and Ken Palm is projecting six more losses for Texas. So there are 10 games left. So Ken Palm's saying they'll go four and six in the final 10. That well, they're not going to make it in then. Now, that put them at 7 11, uh, 7 no, and 11 in the conference. They're not going to do that. There are teams that have gotten in with that record, but the problem for the Longhorns is they didn't beat anybody good in non con. So, like, all of their quality wins will be those seven, and they'll have a bunch of losses to some good teams, obviously. Cause yeah, they need TCU. They need to beat Baylor at Baylor. And then they've got it. They're, they're not beating Kansas. They're not beating Houston back at Houston. No, no. Yeah, they've got the, the two toughest games on their schedule still to come with a trip to yes. Lawrence and a trip to Houston. So uh, those are probably two losses there. And then, yeah, I mean, look, to feel good about your tournament chances, you probably – you beat OU on the road. That's and right. OU, OU was sliding, but they – they hammered K-State in Manhattan yesterday. Yes. So it's just another example of this conference being wild and anybody being able to beat anybody, except for Oklahoma State. They suck. Uh, on any given night, well, everybody can beat Oklahoma State. No, Oklahoma State can't really beat anybody. No. But, uh, yeah, so it's – look, Texas can. I mean, uh, I think they can go on the road and beat TCU. I think they can go on the road and beat Baylor. You don't know what a moral victory can do for you. Yeah, we'll see. We will. It's not going to be easy. It's easier. That's why it's important to take care of your home floor. Like if Texas had just one loss at home instead of three losses at home in conference play, then okay, we'd be in the tournament right now. That's how big that Houston game was. Yeah, well, Houston. Overtime. Also, UCF. Like, there's not a ton of shame into losing the top five Houston. Of course, that would have been a massive win for you. But like that, the, the committee's not going to be like we have to keep them out because they lost to Houston in overtime. They're no. going to be like, they lost to UCF at home? Lost to West Virginia? They lost to West Virginia? That was on the road. But still, like, that's yes. like, those are the games that will keep you out. Losing to a top-five squad isn't going to hurt you that much. That's why you got to have a TCU. That's why you have to go there and beat them. Yeah, you're right. No, that's, that's a great point. Because you had some slip-ups against some lesser teams in this league, you've got to stack some wins against the better teams. And TCU is one of the better teams. You know? Uh, it won't be easy. You'll get to play them again in wow. Austin at some yeah. point. But if you could find a road victory against the Horny Toads, that's a top 25 squad that's playing some good ball right now. And what were those last two games of the season? Oklahoma's won. That's going to be huge again. Yeah, I think I think the last two games are at Baylor and home OU. Yeah. So you might, you know, you don't want to put yourself in a position where you need both of those, but yes. you might be in a position where you need both of those. Absolutely. And then, obviously, you got the Big 12 tourney in Kansas City. And you've got some chances for some resume boosting victories up there. Or your ass is going to be so tired from trying to get your resume boosted that you won't survive. And you're, you're Molly Hatchet flirting with disaster if yeah. you are relying on the Kansas City Big 12 tournament to right. get into the real tournament. Uh -uh. So, yeah, fun night of college basketball. Nice win for TCU. Uh, Kansas beat up on Oklahoma State. Boy, they, 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 they just crushed them. They crushed them. And Oklahoma State's best player got hurt, too, like five minutes into the game. So it, it probably wasn't going to be close. I mean, Kansas no. is like a 15-point favorite, even without Kevin McCuller, who's one of the best players in this league. Uh, but, yeah, once Bryce Thompson for OSU went down, it was over. And then OU, yeah, 73-53 in the octagon of doom over K-State. Uh, people were kind of selling on Oklahoma, myself included, because they had been sliding, but they bounced back with a nice victory on the it road. It was a nice victory. Now now K-State has got to re regroup again. That's back-to-back -back losses, I believe, for them. Yeah. yeah. And you had two top five teams go down last night. 
Tennessee, Rick Barnes. Yes. They lost to South Carolina, who's not ranked, even though they're 18 and three this season. They, they will be ranked next week. Uh, the fake USC went on the road and beat Tennessee. And then North Carolina lost to Georgia Tech in Atlanta last night. I know. The refs were uh, on the Georgia Tech payroll. I hate there UNC. I'm saying UNC got screwed. Uh, UNC may be looking ahead because they've got the Dukies. Yeah, tomorrow, Saturday. right? No, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. You've got a crazy – you've got three top ten matchups as part of an ESPN triple header on Saturday. You've got the biggest game in the Big 12 with Houston at Kansas. You've got Duke at UNC, and you've got uh, Tennessee at Kentucky. So if you're a college basketball fan, Saturday is uh, oh, a yeah. you're going to want to sit on the couch – and do absolutely nothing. I'll be sitting on a couch watching Pebble Beach. Oh, you got some golf this weekend too. When does yeah. when does Liv start? Does Liv start this weekend? I don't know. I well, I give don't me, know. Give me the real golf. That's not real golf. Come on now. Not real golf. That is the premier golf league in the world. You like a little music on the side when they come up to the holes and they're jamming. The shorts, the music. The shorts, yes. The best jorts. players in the world. Yeah, they're getting them all now, except for the Longhorns. The Longhorns are all staying on the PGA Tour. Yes, they are. Respect to Scotty and Jordan and Johnny Vegas and uh, Kramer Hickok, and the list yeah. goes on and on. Rory but, will be the only one left by himself. I know. Yeah, Rory, he, he, he made a bad decision taking the high road. And now he's, he's like, now I'll never do live. And now he's like, shit, I just turned down hundreds of millions of dollars. Did I did I screw this up? But now he's he's in too deep. He's dug his feet in the sand too much. Yes, he has. He can't, he can't get out of it. You're absolutely right. Oh, yeah, we do have live golf this weekend in Mayacoba in, Me in Mexico. Really? Ebb two to four. So I'll be watching the, the real golf. 52 holes of golf. Come on. I really call it real golf because I want that Saudi money on Texas sports <laughs> unfiltered. <laughs> You're just waiting for them to make the call to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm looking for right there. Oh, they got my that goodness. Money. I, I've told you, man, I'll do live reads for Al-Qaeda if the money's right. They've got, you know, they. I was telling you the day now. They've got some NFL owners getting to, to be a part of this PGA stuff and putting up a lot of money to help out the PGA. I think it was like one point seven billion dollars mm. they're putting into to to golf. And there's a, there's a bunch of ownership. Arthur Blank is one of them. A couple other people are some baseball people are putting their their dollars into the PGA. They don't want Live to win. No. No, and there's that merger, but I don't think it's what people thought it was going to be. No. Or it was just like, oh, the end of live, and everyone's going to uh, get back together, and it's going to be all oh, It'll good. all be split. It'll all be split. The PGA will have their own thing. Live will have its own thing. Yeah. And, then, and then the majors, the, the live guys, will still get a chance to play that have been, you know, have the invited the invited things. It's it's not totally – they're not going to totally separate. You know, there's too many, a li there's too many a good live players now. For sure. For sure, for sure. Ron Rom. There's a live golf event in Houston in June. Is there? Should we Gotta be a be part there. of that? I don't want to see guys coming there in their shorts. This in Muni. Like we'll be you wearing shorts. At Muni the other day, you out there. I was wearing pants. Wearing a bathing suit. It was cold. Yeah, I should have worn it. I needed one of those like uh, sea dew suits, those wet suits. <laughs> covers the whole body because it was cold and it was wet. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that whole thing. Yeah, but I'll be watching Pebble. Roy's playing at Pebble Beach this week. This is his first, I think, first USA event because he's been playing in the, the DP World Tour. He, I think he's had a first, and uh, he's been in a playoff. So he's making his 
debut this week at Pebble Beach. Very nice. That I have to get to still someday. I was going to say, that's where you want to play, right? Number one on the, number one on the choice. Number one, before even going to the Masters, because I know I'm never playing on that course. You know, I'll be hiding in the duck blinds over there somewhere. But <laughs> I I will. They do let black people out there now, I think. Condoleezza Rice is a member there, I believe. There you go. My her, friend. Her and Tiger Woods, I think it. Uh, That's it. Might be the whole list. Lee Elder. Oh, he's dead. So, no. Mm. Just a temporary, just a temporary ownership of that place. But no, I'm, I'm, I would love to go to Pebble Beach and play. There you go. You gotta no make that the, happen, man. No matter the cost. We'll make that happen. We'll, uh, we'll get you a sanctioned vacation out there. There you go, Pebble Beach. All right, uh, some quick shout-outs to some sponsors. Uh, Bet US. If you are watching on YouTube, click the link in the video description below, and it's going to take you to the best online sports book casino out there. That's right. They've got Casino Two. So we'll get to the sports in a second, but if you want to play some online poker or some online blackjack, you can do it at BetUS. Now, if you want to bet on the sports, you can be like the Buck. You can bet that they have a line for Taylor Swift and whether or not she's going to be part of the halftime show. Oh, really? Next Sunday. They got all the prop bets that uh, your sports heart ever could want. All you have to do is click the link on YouTube, or if you're listening on the app, just click the Explore Our Socials tab on the homepage, and then there will be a link for BetUS right there. You do that, you deposit 50 bucks, they're going to match your deposit, they're going to hook you up with a bonus, as a matter of fact, and you'll be on your way to betting on all the sports that you want and being a part of that online casino experience. It's the best sports book, it's the best casino, it's the best place to make money today and every day. It's BetUS. Once again, click those links, deposit 50 bucks or more, and you will be uh, on your way to cashing out on the biggest events of the year yeah get into that super bowl for you guys out there they're trying to figure out do i have a cousin no you don't have a cousin only we have cousins we know how to get to the cousin you guys don't know how to get to your cousins go bet us where mm-hmm. you can do it legit we're not always legit our cousins they don't give us legit lines at times you know what oh, i'm saying let me tell you my cousin has moved to bet us oh nice mm-hmm. so the cousin's legit now really mine's not creep I mean, just throwing the hook in there anytime they can get. Go to BetUS where you'll get the best lines. You'll get the money lines. And plus, if you're really struggling on how to really make a bet, they'll talk to you about it. They actually will give you some indication on what you should do, kind of what you shouldn't do. And you only have to put down like 50 bucks, right? It's not like you got to put down 500 to play, right? 50 bucks. 50 you, bucks. That's all it is, man. And you don't have to bet all 50 bucks on one thing. Like you no. Can bet- Five bucks here, you could put ten bucks on a parlay. You could- if you're smart, you bet that fifty dollars on that coin toss of tails next week. And now you're up a hundred before the game even starts, you're up a hundred. Okay. Now you can get after it. That's and then true. maybe put a little cash on Taylor Swift showing up at halftime. Well you gotta Taylor get your you gotta get your prop bets in before the game starts. So you're you're pushing yeah. it if you're like coin toss and then you're trying to get all your other bets in. You've gotta you've gotta I- get the bets in early. I get, the, I get the sacks and all that stuff down. I do all those. I get them all in. And you can get them all at BetUS. I mean, that's, that is the way to go. Also, say hello to our friends over at Travis and the gang over at Woods Comfort Systems. You know, I was, the best sound in my house is when that, when that, you know, when the heat clicks on, it gets a little cold, and when that little 72 hits, click, it just kind of clicks on, and you can feel that warm air coming. The bad one is when you hear that thing go, boom, 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 like and then it starts smoking, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like a Christmas story where the old where the guy's old beater heater was just a piece of crap. The furnace. Yeah, you don't want the furnace. You don't want that sound. 
you want that sound to be smooth and you're going to get that at Woods Comfort Systems because once you get that unit from Woods Comfort Systems, you're going to know that they're going to come out with the contract and see you twice a year and make sure that everything's good for all the seasons. Love those folks. 68 years of service mm-hmm. at Woods Comfort Systems. WoodsComfortSystems.com. That is the website that you need to go to to uh, get the hookup over there. They also have a phone number. It's 512-842-5066. And they're doing plumbing there, Wags, for you when you load up the bathroom. Gross. They don't yes. want to they don't want to come over to your place, but they will if they have to. No, that is a war scene. And I'm not <laughs> saying that just because Wags served in the Marines. That is it just uh, is. Oh my goodness. Something else. Quick shout out to Jack Allen's Kitchen, by the way, before we dunk on Gen Z, like we uh, enjoy doing so much here. Uh, Jack Allen's Kitchen, if you're looking for great lunch mm. and or great dinner. And I say and or because, you you know, you could get a great meal there for lunch. You get a nice burger and then you can go there for some enchiladas tonight for dinner. I'm going there taking my wife there this weekend. I'm at a chicken fried steak for dinner. You know how I pork, feel about those things. Pork chop action, little meatloaf action. They got the uh, the ruby trout that you like, right, Buck? Oh, I love that. That's my favorite. The, the, the that's food. almost that's my kind of go-to. When I go there, I, I look around. I pretend like I'm going to get something else. I order the same thing for mm-hmm. the last two years at Jack Allen's. That's, that's a special event when I go there and get that. I actually bring that home, too. That trout there is good. I don't need trout at a lot of places. Jack Allen's is one place I eat it, and the moonshine. There you that's go. That's it. That's well, it. Hopefully I'll, uh, hopefully, I'll have some trout for you. In a couple of days. Oh, I know. I love that fresh trout. You know, I never get a chance to bring it back because when we're out there at fish camp, you know, you can't you can't gut them there. You got to bring them back to the because I know all the rules. Mm. You know, you can't gut them and just bring back the the fillets with you. You have to do it right there when you get back to the dock. Sure. See, I'm a sportsman. I understand that. Okay. But you cut that heads off, you don't see the eyes like you do at my Yamaguchi's and all those places. Still not a real place. No, uh, but we do love Jack Allen's Kitchen. That is a real place. Five Austin area locations. They're all fantastic. Great food, great drinks, great atmosphere, great service. Seriously, like they will take care of you uh, every time you go in there. So love our friends at Jack Allen's Kitchen. So what is, the, right. what is the fish that I eat that's kind of raw? And my buddy Steve, when we go fishing, uh, when we go to fish camp, shizushi or something. What is the fish you eat? Well, yeah, it's it's kind of raw, and you make it. You put some lemon in it, lime in it, and it sits around. You eat it with crackers and stuff. Um, Tuna? No, no. I don't. I'll tell you know. tomorrow. <coughs> I'll have it tomorrow. All right. Yeah, I'm sorry, I did not know the fish. Sashimi or something or oh, something. Sashimi? Sashimi? Do you have you have you have sashimi? You like that? Uh, yeah. That's like not a certain type of. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not a fish. certain it's just fish. It's just different fish cut a certain way and served a certain way. Talking yes. about ceviche? Ceviche, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now I'll do ceviche. I'm not a huge ceviche guy. You're not? No. But fish, but fish camp boys make some good stuff right there. I wish I liked it more than I do. I, most seafood I'm in favor of, but ceviche is not my jam. Not, huh? No. They've got it at, they've got it at our place at um, Verde's. Yeah. It's like, that's, yeah. that's some of the best ceviche I've ever had. I've had it from there, and it's so like have, it's good, isn't it? It's it's very good, but it's still like I I wouldn't go out of my way to order ceviche. It's just not if it's there, I'll I'll indulge a little bit. Well, they must have it at Yamaguchi's and stuff. You got to have it there, right? Just yeah, you Buck Parcells today. <laughs> Come no on, disrespect. Man. No disrespect. I still like the eyes and stuff in my food. 
Mm-hmm. No, and I don't like the lady throwing my food down. I'm still mad at that. I don't want to go there and have Mary Jane act like that. Come we'll on. Have to, we'll save this Gen Z story for tomorrow because I want to give us a little bit more time to talk about it. How uh, Gen That's, Z is a bunch of crooks. But here's the Karen's Diner video from earlier today. Hey, don't uh, throw my food down, lady. Just dropping it. Not really a throw, just a drop. Yeah. I don't what? think that's really affecting anything. And then, yeah, oh, the bird. She gives you the double bird. And then she realizes she's on camera, so she gives you another bird and then grabs an onion ring. Come on, Tom Herman. Don't do that to me. You paid for the onion rings, man. Bam. You probably paid more for the onion rings versus just the fries. Bam. And now, oh, is this a hate crime? She goes after the brother? She brother didn't- like, like, like he likes it. Like I, I want it rough like that. I want it rough like that. What do you think Look they're banging somewhere? Look at him. He's like, damn. He's on his about- phone, staring at his phone, and then he just. Like, you ah. thought that was now. There's a little smile at the end. Yeah. Cooter shot. Bam. No, I don't see any sea punching here, <laughs> which, which is a good thing. You can't get that. You can't do that to people. You go there expecting that crap. No, thanks. Yeah, that's it. It's like, uh, did you ever go to that place, Dick's Last Resort? I'd been to Dick's Last Resort. I've been to them in Florida, South Carolina. Really? Yes, they're rude there, too. Yeah, that's their that's their whole bit. They give you that hat when you first walk in, where they, like, Dude, write a message on you. I drank, I drank two of those big mugs full. I drank two of those down, like, one right after the other. I left that place. I was on the recruiting trail, too, when I recruited Florida. Oh, two big mugs of beer? Oh, they have those big plastic nasty mugs. And they give you a hat like this, right? The guy's wearing a hat that says, she beats me. And the girl's <laughs> wearing a hat that says, he likes it. Oh, my God. Or they, you know, they'll take all sorts of shots at you. That place, uh, is still going, that place is still in existence? Yeah, I know they have one in Dallas, uh, right near downtown. It's, you can see it from the highway, like right when you're driving in to, to the downtown. They got rid of all the hooters, but they keep these places? Come There's on, still a couple man. Of hooters there. The, uh, really? Good, because the chili, chili's fantastic at Hooters. One of the best. I'm sorry, what? Chili's good there. The chili at Hooters? Yeah, it's good. Really? Yeah, chili at Hooters is better than Wendy's. Uh, is that a compliment? or? It's it's a thing. It's a thing, yeah. That's being, that's being the tallest little person, I think. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've, I've gone into Hooters for chili and chili only. Really? Yes. Oh, I don't know. They serve chili at Hooters. Okay, well, next time you go, since you often Hooters, it seems like, every yeah. other day. Yeah, you need to go. Ask for the chili. It's good. I'll tell you what, maybe the best Hooters in the world is uh, on 61st Street in Galveston. It's like right after you get off the highway, once you uh, cross over onto the island, they've got like a ginormous Hooters. Oh, they do? Really? Oh, it's huge. The place is massive, and it's always packed, too. That parking lot is full. You got to walk half a mile if you park somewhere else to get in there. Uh, it's another place that you can help out the education of s- some people. So Sure, absolutely. It's a yeah. local business. We're all about the education. We are all about supporting local businesses. That's exactly right. Don't forget your local Hooters. It is still local. The people there are local, so it is a local business. Man, I haven't been in one of those in years. Mm. It's like it's like a like a strip club. I haven't been in a strip club. In the, when I quit drinking, I didn't go to those places. I really, yeah. I haven't. I haven't been in a strip club since I quit. I haven't been in a strip club in over 20 years. That's 23 wild. years. And you used to go like three times a day. What? <laughs> that's what I heard. I don't know if that's true. That's just, that's I the room. I used to actually do there. sponsorship on radio for the Yellow Rose when, when I first started radio, when I was at the height of my drinking. 
really? would bring that surf and turf back to the station. No way. Oh, of course I did at lunch. We, you were sponsored. I was, yeah, yeah. Did the Yellow Rose shows out there. No, no, no. I used to be able to do. Oh. I used to do commercials for Yellow Rose. We got to get that. I need to. We need that who, back. Yeah. Who do we talk to? You have a contact there still? I think all my people have died there since. Mm. I'll find out. But it was, it was. I used to go there for lunch. I didn't pay for lunch, so I got serve and turf to bring back to the station every day, or every other day. I come back with that styrofoam. You know, deal filled with sure. lobster. Oh, yeah. It was I, great. I had that, dude. Prime rib special. Then I quit drinking. I said, I can't come in here. Uh, I can't yeah, do it. Just can't, I can't frequent. I can't come in there. Can't do it. Man. But now that I quit drinking, now I have that golf tournament, and I got nothing but cases of Tito's all over the place. How's mm -hmm. that? Doesn't bother me, though. You don't drink it, which is good. All right, I'm going to bring the fellows on, Buck. It's up to you if you want to cross-talk with the guys. I've got a doctor's appointment at 1030, so I've got to bounce. i got to bounce, too. But it's oh, you guys are leaving? Guys look, you guys look fantastic this morning. Thanks, Surf you guys turf. do, too. Surf, Surf and turf. turf at the Yellow Rose. Don't ever forget that. Boom.